What's up, creamies? This is Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through made better through a love of professional wrestling. I did it and wrong cream. and I forgot it. No, you hit the creamy oh, part, which was four creams really, really, really... made good creams by cream. I, so this uh, is what I, this is what I imagine, and that was a, actually a fabulous intro. Because <laughs> Hi, what, Matt, 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 I know you like Derek. I know he's your friend, but. You don't no, have it was him. it was because he's, we, he's no. not signed to AEW. You don't have to pretend like you did a good we, job. Yeah, we yeah. we run this podcast in eras. There was the double toilet era. Yeah, there was the Derek Lowe's Pepsi era that never really went away. It's still um, here. But still here. The Oster Love Screwdriver era. <laughs> the Oster Love Screwdriver era that was That's brief. So it, it was like that it, era. It was it was sweet and it was brief and it was not true. Um, and Very now true. we're now we're in the creamy area era and so if you <laughs> the creamy are, area if you just are starting out listening i am sorry and i understand that you're not going to continue that, that you're but not if ready you, for how creamy you're gonna get that's the yeah, thing i understand you immediately are like i made a mistake but if you've <laughs> been with us the long haul i was Bryson, wearing my church pants <laughs> yeah if you if you've been with us for the long haul mm-hmm. this will this too will fade but you will yeah. have to fucking deal with it yeah, and, and unless this what? happens to be your thing, and that's why you're tuning in for the first time. If you time, like it, if you in like which it, case, in, welcome, perverts. Yeah, if you if your ship starts growing, we'll double down. Um, um I, I mean, just, you'll probably be into the other weird shit we'll get into if like if this is your thing. Yeah, we probably got more things for you. We're weird. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. back and weigh in on the the milk and Vaseline thing because I still think I'm right. <laughs> so, no, when, it's not. When I was on um chew bubble gum and eat ass last week um <laughs> that's a fun uh, name. uh uh i recorded episode with them uh that was like that that has gotten brought up every time i've recorded a podcast with those guys is just the the fact <laughs> that, that we are known as a podcast among the network for being the jizz podcast now yeah so. Why are we the Jizzcast? Because on, if you go to, on you go to jizz.biz.com that we fucking made. No, we did it. Koji made that. That is yeah. the networks. Was Michael we Cole wearing that poncho sure. because he was getting too creamy? Yeah. Creamy yeah, it was get, it was getting too it was getting too creamy in uh night one of WrestleMania, which we'll yeah. we will talk about, we promise. Yes. Um, I real quick though, I just want to give a shout out to Bryson, the creamiest of the creamies. Oh my god. Um, King Cream. I don't know King about Cream. That. I'd call this, him. I'd call him a dream cream. Yeah, he's listened. He's listened to almost every episode. He has thirty left or something like that. Well, he's but also within the span of like two months. Yeah, and we've been doing so, this for like three and a half years or something, guys. Yeah, so, that is um two weeks, two weeks of recording. Yeah, I I have the stats. It is it's fourteen days Jesus. of recording. If if Bryson true was, hero. started a fan club, he would be the one to murder all of us um honestly bryson you probably know more about Yolanda. each of us than we know about ourselves <laughs> yeah thank you isai um I, I thought i was cisgender back then he's listened to a whole lot of a lot of changes yeah. for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i've stayed about the same <laughs> yeah yeah shit's been pretty linear on my end as well but i mean you, isai, you say that but i did get married jenna moved here since then that is true okay yeah but, my whole life has a guest abby yeah. the dog yeah. yeah i've got um, several dogs oh my god two y'all remember the the the, the frozen treat creamies no i don't i i i know the box but i never had them probably because they had red food ice cream box yeah the ice cream box but no it was these creamy yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Um, well, yeah, we are hmm. a wrestling cast. <laughs> and cream cast on the podcast on the eavesdrop podcast network. Um, go to jizz.biz, check out the other shows. Um, also, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Go leave us a review on, on yeah, iTunes you or know Apple what? Podcasts or, you know, wherever that stuff is. That would be great. We would love to hear from you. Reach <sighs> out to us on Twitter at Genuine WrestleBoys. Tell us your favorite kind of cream. At WrestleBoys oh. Cast, I mean. Yes. Um, give us. If Bra wasn't so bad, I'd probably post more during it, but I get so I got so mad this week. Yeah. I almost just threw my phone into the fireplace. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's it was a bad show. Um and yeah, that's that's all the announcements. Let's get into it. Um AEW had their first release. They release. Uh, Evil release. Yeah, they, uh it's a good choice. It's a good it's a good first release <laughs> solid, to make. Solid move. Every, Every other company's done it, so why well, not them? Um, well, they also released, uh, was it Sadie Gibbs? And um, Kylie Ray, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that, I mean, that was different. It sounded like Kylie Ray wanted out. It didn't sound like. Um, well, Sadie Gibbs, I think, was it Jamie Hayter? Wasn't she also there? And I think she was released. Um, fucking. Did they um, release any dudes? Be Priestley. <laughs> Doubt it. Everybody, it was people from the UK. Oh, okay. And I think those were kind of mutual, like, hey, like, get out of this contract and, you know, you won't hold to it, you know, yeah. now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure, it was, uh, I'm sure in some cases it was mutual. I'm going to guess, Jamie, like, Jamie Hayter could come back and, like, there, there's people who can come back. But I don't think she's going to, because uh, the word on, on town is a couple people are going to NXT UK. Um, makes more sense and, like you stay living over there there's a performance center over there like yeah and uh at arguably a better brand so i mean yeah. not, not even arguably just a better women's division hands mm-hmm. down um that but, UK division's getting fucking like that whole show just getting back we're mm. about we're about to see i'm sure in july some some women's division get a very iconic pair of uh fucking tag teamers yeah um wwe released a big list of people not as big as last year no Um, well that would that would be wild well i mean what are they gonna try to do post record profits again come on come on yeah they released wesley blake so the non-racist one of the forgotten i mean mean, but he wasn't actually probably the the not the not yet milkshake ducked one yeah (laughs) He, he the, maybe they're not as upfront <laughs> racism. Uh, Bo Dallas, who hasn't wrestled since 2019, even he though he's been paid. there a bunch. I was like, he got paid for so long to not do anything, and it's weird because, I mean, I guess he was fun with in the in the Miz or whatever, but yeah. I don't know anything of his wrestling prowess. But wasn't he one of NXT's like first champions? Yes. Yeah. Um and so and like oh he's all like he's looked down upon as may probably the worst NXT champion, and I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Um but I like if you go back and watch it, it's really good effective heel work. Like he got legitimate heel reactions out of like a very like yeah, the you know the enthusiastic room. crowd that, that was hard to do. Like him and and Bobby Roode are like the two NXT champions that were like 
actual heels ever, mm-hmm. not like cool wrestlers who happen to be heels. Yeah, I was like, no, no disrespect to IRS, but I do. I feel like the Rotunda family is real, real quality on the character, uh, not <laughs> the most in ring. Which is which is um, funny be- because like Mike Rotunda was like he was known as IRS. And that that came up <sighs> fine, but like everything else he did, he was just kind of a good wrestler. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, it's wild that, that like everything is opposite with with the well, uh I mean they're foundationally I mean, fine. <laughs> Bray yeah. is kind of a good wrestler. The charisma I, just doesn't come across in the wrestling like it does in the character. They're they are both, you know, they're both actually better workers than their dad. They their dad just came up in an era when you know you didn't have to be uh fast. You didn't have a bad things. You didn't have as many, you know, great workers as we do today. All you had um, to do was throw a good clothesline. Mm-hmm. I can uh, also like slam. Back then, like that was the like what happened. If you were a good worker, you got a wild, wild, like you know, vocational gimmick. And like it would <laughs> it always be like gimmick. almost every single wrestler from that era that like had a vocational gimmick like that, somewhat you'll hear someone eventually say, you know, they were actually a pretty good wrestler. <laughs> and yeah, right. that's like the dumpster Drosy. Yeah. You had to be the to be, barber like, beefcake the jobber. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, beefcake was awful. Yeah, he wouldn't get it. And he's also a little bit, like, he's proto-vocational gimmick because he had a vocational gimmick, but before the uh, the era when that was everyone. <laughs> yeah, before we just had fucking mean dentists out there. And and also, he was just Hulk Hogan. Which, um, you know, works well, for Eric, works well for Eric Bischoff. Uh, Kalisto is gone. Yep, yeah. Samurai Del Sol he's, has his website back, so. He's gonna... Whoa. He's gonna kill it wherever he goes. Like his name was Samurai Del Sol. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick as hell. What was died? Yeah, like fucking cracked his head real bad on a double boot. You don't like to hear that. I think he's Teddy been Hart in, talked him into it. To be honest, he's been in WWE since I can remember. Right? Mm-hmm. He's been there for a lot longer than you realize. Yeah, uh, he wasn't like I remember him when he showed up in NXT. Um, him and fucking Sin Cara. The Lucha Dragons won the uh, NXT Tag Team titles off of the Ascension. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who were like, had gone on like a year and a half unbeaten streak at that point. They beat everybody from Too Cool to the American Wolf. <laughs> the Ascension. <laughs> I haven't heard anything from those dudes. Yeah, they're I, gone I too, also, right? They <laughs> yeah, were gone a long time ago. They, I they got released know their, a year ago. I also didn't um, know their real names, so... Um, I still follow them on like social media and stuff. Every once in a while, like something pops up, I'm like, "Oh yeah, those guys." Um, I think they've kind of actually been playing it cool with COVID. Like they they won some like really shindy like tag titles. I think. I think it was like literally like their hometown indie. Like yeah. Um, one of them the, was named Rick Victor. <laughs> the biggest Vic blow. Richter. The biggest blow. Tucker Knight, at least, and he's got something to say. Okay. Oh. Can I say, can I say, and without knowing anything about, I don't know anything about Tucker as a person, could be sweetheart. I want to put that out there before I say this. I've heard that he seems like, he seems like he's a sweetheart. Okay, good. Because he puts off most racist guy in your high school energy. And when he's putting out pictures of him, uh, like on the golf course, smoking a joint, talking about telling his story, I'm like, A, good for you. B, I can't imagine anyone who gives a shit about that story. Yep. It might be a great story. 
Might be a great story. I don't think it is. Ugh. He was in a tag team with Otis. Otis shine. I'm sure you know he had a whole life, you know, before that. Uh he was a he was a, a genuine like uh like Ugh. high high level competitor in, in the world of like collegiate um, wrestling. He and State he, alum. Yeah, he and uh Cal um Cal Jack once wrestled for the Pac twelve oh. uh wrestling championship. Right. So I'm I, sure like, I saw Cal Jack post about that. Cal Bishop <laughs> from Breaking ground fame, mm-hmm. getting fired. Tucky might fucking... be just fine. He might be fine, but I, no, I, I, that was just fine. a really that was just a really funny. Like, can't wait to tell my story. Like, in, all right, Tucky. In my head, Tucky is just big cast of this era. That's all he is. Like, he he could only get over having a little goofy guy with him. He cannot do anything on his own. He's just he's so bland without a weirdo. I think he's, he's got, a better, much better wrestler than Kaz Excel, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, remember that one, like, time they fought for the tag team titles? And we, like, and it was definitely one of those, like, oh, they should have won that, huh? Like, I remember him, like, having, like, a super hot, ta- like, hot tag and, like, doing a moonsault in that match and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's worth mentioning, go, too. He like, just has no charisma. We've, because we have, we've had almost nothing but nice things to say about, like, well, I remember when, you know, with when the thing with Otis and Mandy was going on, like we were just like, yeah, Tucky, he, he's a good friend. That's a, that's his gimmick right now is just being a good good buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't have negative thoughts about him as a worker, and he'll probably make a decent a fucking amount of money going wherever he goes next uh, because of name recognition. But I don't, I don't think anyone cares about him at all. Oh, I mean, like dates, whatever dates he takes, he'll probably get a good paycheck. I don't know if he's getting contracts. Like, uh, he'll get like solid, like solid indie paychecks, you know, like actually, like I'm saying indie, like, and maybe this is where GCW he builds up, or maybe this like is that, where he but... takes his, his Drew McIntyre stand and builds his, his legacy from here. I don't know. Wouldn't that be wild? Like if <laughs> Tucker Knight came back in a couple of years, just like, and everyone's like, Tucky, Tucky, main event, Except, WrestleMania. He'd be the opposite. Like he'd get like less hairy. Like, yeah. right? Like, not, not like he starts like shaving his chest, but like it just recedes a little bit. Yeah, his hair goes like turns blonde, and like gets short. Okay, he like turns almost to like a fucking like superstar Billy Graham rip. Just shows <laughs> up, like fucking blonde hair, receding hairline, has hairs like kind of shaped. Like, what the fuck happened to Tucky? <laughs> yeah, we could see. He's gonna oh, tell his story. He's gonna tell his story. Chelsea Green. Um, that one's fucking weird. Well, according to this sportingnews.com article that I looked up when I Googled this, um, she uh was injury prone. So it says mm-hmm. injuries kept her sideline. I mean that it it's one of those maybe situations similar to like a Hideo Itami kind of a thing of like you just never really got a chance to 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 show what you got because Timing just didn't work that way. If you get that label, it, it's kind of like you're kind of toast. I mean, almost in any sport, too, like, teams yeah. like, oh, they're injury prone. We don't want to get them, even if, like, it was just all freak shit. Like, with hers, it's all like she broke her arm, like, twice, Oh, three okay. Times. But it was also both of them on debut. Yeah. Jesus. That, that's a, yeah. So it's kind of more of like, a, it, it seems like Chelsea Green's more of a victim of circumstance than anything that they just didn't see for her or things. But that being said, too, like, looking more about, like, the, the hot mess Laurel Van Ness and stuff, it's like, I'm excited to see that. I feel I, like that's, 
that's a cool gimmick that she gets to hold and, and have control over. I and feel the like, stuff with Robert Stone was great, but I just, I don't know. And I feel like having that gimmick in AEW, it does make sense if she goes there. I would be surprised if she ends up in Impact. Oh, I well, know they, where she goes. That's the second best women's division, right? I mean, third. I mean, you got NXT, you got UK. And- <laughs> in, in, in the States, it's the second best. Yeah, they got Jordan Grace. Um, Nikki James. I, uh, she hasn't been wrestling and yeah, made like she wanted to wrestle, but I think they had other plans for her at this point. Um, and then it just wasn't going to work out. So they parted. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily (laughs) be surprised if we don't see much else out there as far as wrestling. I don't, I I mean, she's going to end up with with her husband probably in the NW. Oh, because yeah, she's with Nick Aldis, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing okay. just for a short run. I mean, they, they need other women there, and having her would be actually a pretty good get. And yeah. she fits really well. I just, like, it, it's one of those ones. Mickey is one that I was like, man, she has given a whole lot of, lot of her life to this company and just be like, Thea feels really one of those. That one just kind of made me feel like icky. It's just like, um, I, but I get it. It's a business at the end of the day. I do get it. But it was just like, fuck, man. That's like, it's weird to be like, you can spend your whole career in one place and then she was gone for a good while. She had a good, like a good impact run where I wouldn't be surprised if she at least mm. showed up there for a little shot. Yeah, um, she only came back in 2016 um, to fight Asuka in NXT because it was supposed to be uh, Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus, but then she got pregnant. I think you guys um, should look that up. I don't think you're right. I think she was been there her whole time. And the, like it was just like a, a <laughs> kind of like a know. he just did really well, and they're like, "All right, you're in." Well, good, cool. And they did, and so like she just I just have run out of nowhere. I just have all these like you know, there's the the ruthless aggression era. I just think Mickey James is all over that and everything. But uh, I think yeah, after at the, the end of the day, Mickey James angle, she left. Which was- yeah, which was good. Now it was kind of John Cena's fault, but people change, people grow, and it wasn't. I don't know, but no, the, it was. It was <laughs> um. Yeah, the whole thing just sucks. It was one of those, like last year when it was like, okay, budget cuts. It was like beginning of pandemic. It was extra shitty because these people had nowhere to go. But it was also like, okay, maybe they are like looking at taking some huge losses. Obviously went on to post record, uh, you know, profits for the year. So to to cite budget cuts again and cut people that they're just not using is so cowardly and just so stupid. And we'll get into it after... After I, I, we talk about the last one, because I have some weird thoughts on that. So um, I was going to just say, like, with this, like, it's like they used to go and clean houses, honestly, which is fine. Clean house, like, if people clean are house, there don't that you're, blame. yeah, if, if people are there that you aren't using, just like, hey, we don't have anything for you, we don't have plans. Go do your own fucking thing. We don't want to pay you anymore. Um, go fucking show us why you wanted to be here or you deserve to be here. Go do your own thing. Blah blah. blah. But mm-hmm. the side budget cuts really is exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the iconics, um, which I know half of people don't care about, half people really do care about. Billy Kay um, was the worst contracted wrestler they had. I no, don't... Nia Jax is still there. I, I think that Nia Jax at least can have a good match against the right person. And I've seen I was excited to see what, what could happen with Carmella and Billy Kay. Because I, I think of them both as characters. I, that I don't fucking... Billy Kay was getting over, but allegedly Kevin Dunn made it, like, was very vocal about how she had a ceiling and didn't. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's, it's weird. That's, that's it's funny weird. coming coming from Kevin Dunn, who has just like a, a very low ceiling as a person. It's yeah. it's weird that Peyton left too because she was like Vince's golden girl for a second. It seemed like. Well, that's the thing. Everything everything is at the whim of a second for Vince McMahon. <laughs> It's also, true. yes, yes, this is a visual gag for the fucking, for the boys, but uh, Zach's got a good background of Tucky fucking ripping that reefer on the golf course. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Iconics are the ones I'm probably least concerned about, because, I mean, you'd have to imagine that Peyton Royce has, I mean, she obviously has an in over at AEW, uh, her husband's in the pinnacle, but uh, the... I would say, I don't know that her husband has an in at AEW. Wait, is it Sean? Is, yeah, yeah, Sean Spears and Peyton okay. Royce are married. I, it, there's just there's that that draws a natural like mental bridge to be like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe they'll go over there. Um, but you never know. You never know. I just I my my guess is they'll be a package deal because that was where they were like in NXT. That stuff still well, holds up. It's so funny. This this is a weird thing. In both of their statements, Billy Kay's statement for one, both of their statements were extremely professional. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody was very gracious except for. <laughs> well he's got a story to tell he's got a story um, to tell I, so in trying to find this image which by the way uh his instagram is literally unsearchable on the internet like if you try to search for it you'll get a bunch of fakes before his so good Tight. job with your seo tucky um but um his the twitter c- caption is different and it just says making lemonade <laughs> oh yeah also, that's right also imagine making a fake profile for tucky <laughs> yeah this fucking tucker knight fan page is really gonna go far i, I did I, I for real though zach I, I looked for that image first and then i couldn't find it so i went with michael cole getting rained on in a poncho yeah like for a person who is like technically by definition a celebrity um, yeah tucker knight is maybe the least famous person imaginable like he was on that golf course and people were like can you get that vagabond off there can you get that um, that guy's he- wearing just buck wild the combination of colors. I support right the now. shorts. I do support the shorts. The shorts are short great. Enough. The shorts aren't the issue. It's um like the super bright, you know, Hawaiian like shorts, but then just a maroon shirt when there's no maroon in the in the shorts. No, yeah, it, only yeah. clashing colors. Exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. know why. Like uh, that polo just looks like it'd be like he'd be like in a shitty frat that's like also racist. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The energy he's putting off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, racist frat energy. <laughs> Racist Fred Energy guy from that you remember from your high school is the guy who said, you know, the most racist shit. But, Cody Chavez? Um, <laughs> no, uh, Devin Asherfield. <laughs> there it is. Um, I, hope he, I, hope he, I hope he grew up. I hope he grew up. I probably shouldn't have said or, that. Or got hit by a bus. I, hope he, I just hope he grew up. This, <laughs> is, this is a lot of talk about uh, local people from Caldwell. I don't um, give a shit. Yeah. Peyton, so, they, those people are more well known than Tucky. <laughs> at this point um but yeah so peyton royce's or billy k's statement had this like paragraph about peyton and peyton's didn't have anything about billy in it and so i don't know if there'll be a package deal they're best friends they're shoot best friends i mean i don't think that changed yeah but i mean at first like brian myers and matt cardona tried to say that they didn't want to work together and do all this and now they're fighting each other in Impact. So who fucking knows? Knows? Who knows? I just feel like uh, of everyone who was released, other than the person we haven't mentioned yet, um, I'm so sure that they have the doors open to them to go places. 
on July I mean, 14th. Yeah. Um, and then the big one is Samoa Joe. Um, citing budget cuts and then hiring Pat McAfee to essentially do commentary. Nothing, no shade against Pat McAfee. I bet he was great. But it feels in my head like they replaced Samoa Joe with McAfee. So he hasn't been able to get yeah, because it's their he, fucking fault. No, but yeah. no, no, no. What I'm saying is, and he wants to wrestle, and they're not okay. clearing him. So, so, so I'm guessing they're on choice? different. I'm guessing they're on different pages of what they want. They probably wanted him to do like, kind of transition to the like. Yeah, that's going to be this. Your backstage interviewer, you're going to commentary whenever they need him. He's like, I want to wrestle, and they're like, Okay, well, we gave you a wrestling contract, and you're done gonna part ways okay yeah. i mean yeah. if, that's just my best guess on like on i hope it's mutual because it is or it's it was samoa joe being like i want to wrestle because losing him is so stupid even as just a commentary guy or an interview guy he has one of the best voices in the business he's got the mm-hmm. gift of gab and the gift of jab yeah, and, absolutely i they, they tried to do the taz playbook with him and he didn't Want didn't want to play ball. Hey, yeah. that's cool. I I respect that. If it's if it's if it was mutual in that, if they were I don't like, I think saying, it was necessarily mutual. Like where he was like, I want to leave. Yeah, it was more so like I want to wrestle, and they're like, we don't want you. Yeah. And so if that's your deal, then yeah. And yeah. I I am not one to be like, oh AEW, oh AEW. The Moa Joe in AEW would be a big move for them. I, no. I just oh, associate for them. I associate him with TNA so hard, though. Oh, I don't okay. know. I want him to go and hit Ring of Honor because I want, like, just, oh just for a moment, um, hit Ring of Honor just because of nostalgia. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I want him to go to New Japan. I want him to do that. Well, that I mean, to me is where he needs. Brody King's in the final of the New Japan Cup. <laughs> a Brody King Samoa Joe match. Holy shit! See, so, like mm-hmm. New Samoa Japan Joe and Ishii. Yeah. Joe versus Goto. Like, that would be that so never much more overweight sick. division would be fucking dope. Samoa it's, Joe just shooting on on bad on on bad champ Bill. Yeah. Oh, Samoa Joe versus fucking Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Ooh, fuck, there it is, good boys. And I mean that would be good because yeah, Samoa Joe does get hurt a lot, and if he goes to Japan, he wrestles a lot less, and, and does a lot of six mans and eight mans like that yeah mm-hmm. and and doesn't have to, to have... do wwe commercials where he gets injured yeah i can't, like that's the must thing be it's like monday it must be monday <laughs> oh, no. um no like because aew like while it would be cool for a second those up like they that wouldn't show use is him right so fucking crowded yeah yeah like, there, there's it's so fucking crowded right now and yes, it'll get that one big time like fucking like pop, and then he just goes away. Well, I just think <laughs> in general, like, okay. it's like Christian now is like just exactly. kind of just kind of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, and that's the thing. If Samoa Joe goes somewhere, he needs to just murder their champion. Like that's what he needs to do. I mean, not not New Japan, but if he goes somewhere smaller, yes. he just needs no, to be like, yes, especially New Japan. Well, yeah, specifically Osprey's New Japan. <laughs> But, God, like, champion Samoa Joe would be so sick. AEW's in a position of, I really, I honestly would be, 
I would be happy if they didn't sign a single person that got released just yes, because they 100%. are becoming the ex WWE dumping ground. Yeah. Like they're, they're doing that now. Yeah. So if you, the more ex WWE people you bring on, the more you just draw that, that, that lens onto you. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of like the WCW name of Tucker Knight and it's <laughs> Tucker tight. Oh, it's a Terrence evening. Oh, did it just say like you just like switch out the letters? Yeah, just different ones. <laughs> Cucker tight. Cucker tight. Oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, Samoa Joe's a big a big loss. Um, how, but how if he, he wants to wrestle, champion. Yeah, because he got hurt a lot. They dropped the ball. I mean, that the remember the program he had with Brock Lesnar, the shit he did with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh was believable God. that he would have beat Brock. Like he was a star. I mean, Brock he was an gave, absolute star. Gave him so much in that match and in that whole feud where Brock let him like choke him out until he's choke him out, and like he sold that. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, like if he doesn't like you or care or doesn't think he can draw money, he'll concuss like, you. He will punch you in the liver and then in the face. <laughs> Slow down. Like, <laughs> oh, the fuck down. And. But it's like so Samoa Joe, like he made feel legitimate. I like, I remember their face off, and it was like that three way or whatever. Because Roman was also there, and like Brock didn't go after Roman. Brock went fucking face to face and like forehead to forehead with Joe, and it felt like a fucking fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that fucking was it like a five way match? Like was it yeah. SummerSlam that or whatever? No, it was um, Extreme Rules. Okay, that was fucking sick. And then mm-hmm. Brock versus Joe was like, even though it was like eight minutes or whatever, it was fucking just destruction yeah mm-hmm. great well great view. samoa joe was insane like samoa joe like stocked I mean, aj styles family the stuff with Wendy. aj was so good was that his last program no seth oh okay okay him and kevin turned face and they were getting beat by the authors of pain and seth for like oh, that's right year. that's right oh mm-hmm. actually yeah. it was just for a couple months because he got injured they did the program then he got injured. But yeah, the AJ Styles thing, AJ Styles thing sticks out in my head. Oh. He was just, he's he, a oh, big daddy's home. Yeah. He rocked. And so, so I, one of the things, he was also very gracious as well. And like him and Punk were kind of talking. It's just like, they should have never gave us money. Like they fucking paid us. Mm-hmm. He was never supposed to be signed. When oh yeah. initially signed with NXT. They were just like, hey, you're going to just, just work for NXT. You can still actually go do indie. Mm-hmm. it's fine you're just wow. gonna come in here you're gonna do some stuff with us it'll be fun um and then he sold a bunch of shirts like the first week like his shirt sold out Damn. and they're like fuck it you're coming in full-time just to nxt and triple h said probably never gonna move up don't even think about it that's gonna work for me here that's it because vince isn't gonna want you you're like almost 40 years old don't have his look then all of a sudden mm-hmm. Goes up there and is mm-hmm. a main event guy and then a commentator and yeah. so like he fucking is so good and it's so pretty salty about it yeah it just it's yeah it's just one of the things like man how how do you fumble the ball so hard but it'll be cool to see him wrestle again maybe these ninety days he'll go into a hyperbaric time chamber like Daniel Bryan did yeah heal his brain yeah. a little bit I genuinely I hope so come, I mean I hope out it, swinging out of his I hope if he does baseball. come back to I I do hope if he does come back to fighting that obviously that the uh, the he looks after himself his yeah brain. but yeah those are those are 
That's it's just a, a company, a company that makes you, it makes it hard to like them, did something that makes it even harder to, you know, want to, want to support them. I will keep watching their shit, but it is that thing of just like, God damn, you guys. And like we were saying, citing budget cuts is just the most cowardly way to go about it. Just like I said, like you said, it's like, just come out and say, all right, doing some spring cleaning. Yeah. You know, you guys. That's what they used to do. Like they used to, like after WrestleMania, you do your spring cleaning, which was honestly like, I don't mind stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're not using you. You're, you're better than this. We understand. Like say some fucking corporate ass bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's like, Hey, we was... want you to go spread your wings elsewhere. Yeah. You can circle back. Like when it they fired. Weird. Go ahead. It was weird last year because it was so many people who probably couldn't get work, but this time it's a little different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they're opening it, back up. Yeah. And then it's like, when they like um listening to a, a shoot with Bill Carr, he just was said, "Hey, like we just didn't see enough of what we wanted in you. Don't worry, the door's open. We can circle back. People, like if you're gonna like let somebody go, cool. That's not a bad reason. Like even though like we can see talent, if they don't want to do whatever, let them go do their own thing. Let people who want to be there and that they want come in and be there and." Other companies should also maybe do like some spring cleaning and then just freshens up everything. Yeah. People sometimes need that fresh coat of paint, new new place to work. So it's understandable. Yeah. And I could see Samoa Joe going, coming back as a backstage role or a commentator. I could see them doing that with him. Yeah. Or, you know, coaching at the performance center. I'm sure that there's on good terms or something, but. He's yeah. a professional, you know. He's a professional. He was, he was very, very professional with everything. Um, I they did drop the ball, I think, with him on at least a bit. I mean, from what he he overachieved and everything that they gave him from what they initially had kind of set out for him. I mean, he was two time NXT champion. Um, he was a U.S. champion. He was never supposed to make the main roster. He fought in main events against Brock Lesnar, their most protected star, who only fought against certain people to the point where Brock didn't want to fight gender. So they took the title off. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Like, like Brock had that as that kind of stroke. He really yeah, does. And sometimes that's good for business, I guess. Honestly, Brock is a fucking genius uh, business, like wrestling businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, citing budget cuts and then hiring Pat McAfee, who's a known money guy. Is, yeah, right. is strange. Um, the but thing, he may have already had a contract. Oh, yeah, okay. he probably already did. But hiring oh, Adnan Burke, like, yeah, Adnan Burke, they brought on. Um, well, I, I, I didn't watch Raw. I heard he didn't do great, but I like him. Like, I've, I've always liked him on ESPN, like on ESPN Radio. That's funny. That's a very different job. I hope they mentioned him as like an MLB. An MLB like announcer or commentator, well, and I was like, "Oh, Zach I don't, probably knows who that is." I don't think they mentioned his ESPN run because of how it ended. Yeah, didn't end good. Now I just I, I look strange that they would hire him after the did he do something bad. Oh, allegedly he leaked some info to the media from ESPN and WWE. Oh, dude, hell yeah, very no. very anti-leaking. Mm. <laughs> so unless they, unless they're the ones leaking it, he has name recognition. Like mm-hmm. he and he likes wrestling. It was funny. So. They did have a good. So I did watch the show and it was abysmal, but not because of him. I mean, he he was clearly green. But I already uh, said, "Oh my goodness!" 
many, many times. Well, there was a few times I'm trying to remember. Uh, he called the Viking Raiders the Viking experience or something. Express. Like there was just little the Viking Express. That's what it was. But um, he even said at the very beginning of the show that I actually thought was charming. He was like, you know, my name is Adnan Burke. I'm the, you know, I'm the new, uh, new guy on the booth here. I'm looking forward to having Corey and Byron here carry me tonight. Like they he, should get rid of Byron. He's so fucking grating. I understand the idea of having like, the, I like the, the, the mental idea of having your play-by-play commentator in the middle and then having a devil and an angel on one side. I like it, but I do agree. Byron isn't the most, for like, Corey plays that heel commentator really well and Byron gets grating. Yeah, he's trying to be like the happy, like for the baby faces. And I'm just like, you make me hate them. <laughs> Whenever he tries to talk shit back, it's just that thing of like, Byron. It's like, shut up. You sucked in the ring, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Cole and Pat, I thought, did well together because, it's, first off, you man Booth, two person Booth, I like, I just like better. Um, and then Pat is such a fan. It just, it just came out and he was, he's allowed to be Pat McAfee. That's and, awesome. Because that's who they want. Like, they want Pat mm. McAfee. He has that name recognition too. And it's through a whole different demographic. Of course, he's going to be on Fox because they can grab the, like the football demographic. They're like, Oh, Pat McAfee's on commentary. They can grab like that bro. Pat McAfee show demo. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be on SmackDown every fucking week on Friday. You know what Fox is. So go there. It's the sports Mm -hmm. channel. Yeah. They they need to get Cletus, the football robot in there. Uh, you gotta bring him back it's been since that draft where he was in the war room yeah where apparently he's a fox executive (laughs) do you think do you think mcafee will wrestle oh yeah okay is it it's gonna be like one of those commentators who like fights with the people on the outside every now and an occasional program he'll get into a program i think i mean might be back on nxt and he's still technically in that group yeah but like if oh yeah he is Ooh, what, oh, yeah, what did they call themselves? Gods of NXT? Yes. Right? That was that was sick. Or Kings of NXT? Kings, yeah, yeah Kings. something like that. Kings, Gods, NXT, Pat McAfee <laughs> show. Uh, <laughs> he's great though. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's such a like he loves wrestling. I love it when people show up and are respectful to the business that we all enjoy and love in this art form, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that kind of brings us to WrestleMania. <clears throat> yeah. I fucking feel that. Nice. Good segue. Let's talk about it. Um, A lot less Hulk Hogan than I thought, and that's a good thing. But the Hulk we did get was pretty hard uh, that first time around, and I I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, maybe cut cut down his involvement a little bit after. Was anyone else? Okay, let's. I I think we actually probably have a little bit to to talk about before we get to even when Hulk and Titus came out because night one. Oh yeah, I was just like, you guys are you guys are fucking pushing God in the face. He ain't wanting this. (laughs) He doesn't want this. <laughs> it's that long-term storyline, though, of God versus Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, they, like, yeah, there, was, there were weather conditions. They had to, like, kill for time. They had Michael Cole and Samoa Joe out there in ponchos. People were they, waiting, right, for, like, half the day to get let into the stadium, and they all had to evacuate out of the stadium for fucking, Jesus. Um, you know, safety risks, because there's a lightning storm going on, and there's a giant metal fucking pirate ship here, with a giant metal structure containing lights over the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, lord. Um, mm. But, 
I mean, they called their they called their go tos the new day. They talked to the them backstage. They talked to Kevin Owens backstage. The people who just like fucking say something and they can do it. Uh, and- only uh, Braun and Jane were the ones that were like, mm, yeah, I'll yeah, just I have to be I'll in the metal just, cage. <laughs> I'm gonna be in the cage and I'm gonna show. I'm gonna not be bullied. I want for all it. you I'm, stupids out there, I'm fighting for all the stupids. Uh, this that is an anti-bullying campaign. Yeah, I we'll got get, guns. We'll get to that, but oh my, that was awful. <clears throat> um, yeah, but oh, Vince came out and addressed everyone. We know it's been really, really bad. We haven't. We don't know anything about that. We haven't contributed to any of that. He's got some Botox done or something. Oh yeah, he looks much better than the last time he was on camera. Uh, when he knows he's gonna be on camera, I'm sure he just he, it up a little bit. Yeah, he didn't have that fucking Prince Charles look. Yeah, on the verge of death. No. Uh, um, yeah, that. It, but you know, it was. It was exactly what it, I guess, needed to be. It's WrestleMania. They're kicking it yeah. off. Vince McMahon's there. Everyone's standing out there. Oh, we're so happy to see the NX. You know, we're so happy to see the WWE universe again. It, while guys like Tazawa in their fucking gear for whatever I, reason, wasn't Jinder in his gear? Yeah, looking <laughs> and huge. Retribution being out there, like standing in line behind Vince McMahon, is hilarious. Uh huh. <laughs> the best thing was during America the Beautiful when they would cut to Otis. Otis and he was just that- fucking humping. It's just dancing while she was singing America the Beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck America! (laughs) Oh yeah! (laughs) Taking the ground because I fuck America! (laughs) Um, Creaming all over the fucking dirt. Dude, yeah. yeah. Cream team number one, cream team for sure. Dick's holding his backyard. And I, that was, but there was the moment where I was, you know, obviously I'm sure we were all in the same boat. I'm sure many people are in the same boat of being like, that's a lot of fucking people to be sitting next to each other. Um, but it did make me feel really good when Hulk Hogan came out and got the shit boot out of him. And I was like, all right, we're I not so excited. Was going a different way. I was like, we're not <laughs> so really excited to Hogan all be in one out. room together that we're going to cheer him. And he's a hometown boy. I mean, oh, it did. Good. It did make me feel good to see, hear that theme song. Uh, the theme song rules. I mean, that, that theme song has bought him more wiggle room than he deserves. That's for sure. It's fucking, it is good. <laughs> He, but yeah, it was. He always had good theme songs because, like, Jimi Hendrix in WCW. That fucking rocks. And like, yeah, it was it was a great one for like a fucking shitty heel. So it was great. Um, but so like, yeah, I will say though, it 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 was nice to be watching a big live event, even though the bigger part of me knew it was not a good idea. It was still like, wow, it's cool to see everyone. It's cool to get organic reactions, you know, and we'll see what happens. I saw that dipshit from night two. I don't know if it was even a gag or not, but the guy was like, tested positive for COVID-19. I'm still showing up to night two. This is my dedication or whatever. It's like, oh, I hope you're not telling the truth. Oh, uh, who was he, a GCW fan? <laughs> yeah, probably, right? Hey, uh, real quick, my uh, cat unplugged my mic, so my recording stopped. Um, so should we just use the zoom? Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Cause okay. also I, I had, um, talked for a few minutes with my, uh, mic muted, but not the zoom one earlier. Okay. So I was already, okay. I was already facing an uphill editing challenge. this week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to stop the recording. Yeah. I'm going to, too. My cat 
is being Dude, sometimes cats they'll do that. Yeah. But fucking uh the yeah, I I actually felt for for Drew. I so like when they were doing those those backstage um like off the cuff promos with, to kill time. That was actually really cool cuz it was How seeing them get fucking Kevin. <laughs> yep. The mm. best yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the best. But Drew being like, honestly, couldn't get his words out. He's just like, I'm literally so fucking fired up, and now the weather's trying to stop me. <laughs> that felt like a shoot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like, when I assumed he was winning, that felt like a shoot. Well, and they, I'm sure, like I have a ritual before I start recording this show. I'm sure they have a ritual before they, um, yeah, like Goldberg they go banging out his head into the lockers, and like they. They probably like have to get pumped up and then they just have to like sit in it and like mm. their adrenaline's just pumping. They probably just chug a pre-workout. Not even just that, like also just trying to get loose. So you don't, you're not, you don't like get hurt. Yeah. So you don't yeah. worry about like timing that you don't want to tie yourself I, out. So. The like close thing I could think like, so I like ran track a bunch. So I was a sprinter and I feel like that's sim- like a similar thing. And I had like weather delays where I was like, I was literally in the starting blocks and lightning Ooh. struck once and we all had to like go stop and then it was like 45 minutes later Ooh. when i ran my race and it was like the worst like like you just your whole game's thrown off everyone yeah. blew out their quads yeah. and so i <laughs> know i've had that too like pitching like it'd be like rain delay mm-hmm. i'm starting and it's like i'm in the bullpen warming up and they're like oh you gotta hold off but like don't get too cold but like don't over pitch your arm it's like okay thanks okay <laughs> cool i will figure that out yeah <laughs> Give me my jacket so I can wear it on one arm. Um, Dragmatic ki- style. Hell yeah. But WrestleMania kicked off with Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Swerve. <laughs> you hit us with a swerve first. Wow. Yeah. Swerve Scott right off the bat. Right off the bat. That, that swerve one, Scott came in. That was crazy. That was crazy. That like, was crazy when Swerve Scott came in to that match for no reason. <laughs> they didn't need to do Bobby's uh, Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. think, Bobby? Bobby wins. Um, I was, I was shook honestly because I was like, this is a feel good WrestleMania, and honestly, for a lot of people, this is a feel good moment because Bobby Lashley retained against a big guy. He got what he deserved because he won it from the Miz, right? Or did yeah, he, he win it from? Oh, he won it from the Miz. So mm-hmm. like. It legitimizes he, his championship. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it so does. Like, and good for, good for Bobby. Even though he's a heel, this is a feel-good moment for him and for, like, his fucking... This was what WrestleMania was this year. It's, like, legacy people... Well, some of them. Some of it. Legacy people getting what they deserve. Honestly, I'll say, I thought night one was a, a pretty... For me, for me, I was just... I, I was thrilled with the whole thing. I thought it was a fantastic show. Front Entertained through and through. Yeah. Um... I like a big mean guy match. That's what they had. It was mm-hmm. just a big mean guy match. They fucking threw heavy. And it was cool seeing Bobby yeah. win. It was thrown off. And well, didn't, didn't he reverse a Claymore or something? What did he do when Drew tried he to do speared, Claymore? He speared him. Yeah, that was tight. And then mm-hmm. he did the, um, like, MVP did the distraction. And he, Drew was about to count down. And then it got him in the fucking uh, master lock and... That's all she wrote. Yeah, and like they've that move is as uh that's like the new stunner. Or I like wish, the new like I will say I hope 
Bobby, uh, Bobby, I hope Drew actually does like end up making it. Just uh, I want that full okay. circle moment. Mm. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That'd be well, cool. Uh, no, of uh, Bobby Lashley's fucking master lock getting broken out because he was the one that broke the master lock challenge with Chris Masters. It's the same move, and so it just would be a cool mm. full circle moment where when Lashley's using, then finally somebody gets out of it. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I hope Lashley has it for a minute. I don't want him to lose it on a little pay per view. I want him to lose it on a big one. Well, they're they're calling yeah. re- they're calling backlash this year WrestleMania backlash, which does make it sound bigger than it is. I yeah. can't wait for WrestleMania Money in the Bank. Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania SummerSlam, WrestleMania Balls of Fire. Oh, they, okay. They they feel like they have to make backlash feel more important. But God wrestled on backlash once, so like yeah. So it's the anointed pay per view. There's been times yeah. where backlash is better than Mania. Mm-hmm. And there's some years where that's not the case. Um, there's sometimes where the Miz is there. What was the the Miz one that just was so bad? And we lost the me. recording of it. Backlash. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even the, remember what, what backlash match that Miz. Yeah, yeah. What y'all think um, of the tag team turmoil? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was Mandy, a fucking mess. Mandy fall down, go boom. Yeah, Mandy did fall down, go boom. But she really took it. In, she took it in stride. It wasn't she laughed she it off on Monday. They, it was they both wet. had that mania fucking tan. Like they were mm. extra crisp. Yeah, and so Wikipedia doesn't have everyone who was on there. So uh, it was the Red Squad, Natty and Tamina, Carmella and Billy, mm-hmm. uh, Lana, Mandy and Dana, Lana, Ma- Lana and Naomi. Is that it? That okay. Um. So each team had, not each team, but like, there were a lot of people who can't really work very well in this well, match. We have uh, almost uh, all of them. Okay, so there's Naomi's plenty of people. good. Yeah. yeah what I would say, book. what I would say is um, a lot of people in this match can hit bots and moves. Like, they have a couple of spots and moves. Like, like Dakota Silence, coolest move. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like Carmella, like you know, has her a couple moves that are. If you structured this right, <laughs> and have the workers, you know, the actual people could actually work in there for the majority of it, which they kind of did. Toward at the end, they did. Um, I felt like at the beginning, a lot of times it was the one out of the two wrestlers who was worse going against a person who couldn't lead them. Mm-hmm. Um, I so t- uh, reportedly TJ Wilson, you know, did this. Did this match as well as the main event and all in all the women's matches, which is a pretty normal thing. He he agents a lot of the, the women's matches. Um, I feel like maybe he was distracted putting together one of the best WrestleMania main events of all time. Yeah. And uh forgot yeah. he had homework in this class too. <laughs> like yeah, he was writing was- his term paper and forgot to do that like little assignment for the other class in first period and has to do it like in the car in the parking lot. Well, because we had talked about last week how the story is kind of written in there already for, for Lana and Naomi to go on so Lana can have her big moment against Naya and, and we have a WrestleMania moment that way. And so the second that they got eliminated like from the get-go, I was just, there was a part of me that's like, okay, so they have something planned out here. And then as it kept going, I was like, oh, they're just going to pick the legacy. Okay, that's, that's fine. Well, it's because I don't think Tamina's ever really been to me. <laughs> Like at least like a main card mania match ever. That's true, mm-hmm. and I'm not. And she does. The, I mean, that's cool. It's a it's a good thing. I actually didn't think. I thought the match the next night. Why did she was cheered she was the whole time? Real hard, like both Tamina. Matches. Yeah, 
And like when she hit that splash, that big Tamina pop. I'm going to say this and sure you can disagree. I will. I already disagree. <laughs> yeah. This is the best. I mean, I'm not saying that, wow, she's blowing the lid off the fucking thing, but I'm saying this is the best I've seen Tamina. She, I would actually agree with that. She, she's, yeah. Okay. She's been good. I mean, she's really like, I think physically she's looking pretty tone. Um, and I know, you know, well, also she it's because she, she has a gear. She has a presence she, that she's not uh, wearing like the jacket anymore and stuff. So, right. Yeah. It's like a fresh it, it's coat better of better in general. And she's working with Nadia, like, exactly. Who, you know, veteran who is one of the best workers in the company. So I, I mean, actually kind of like her. I kind of like the match insane, on night too. Like insane fathers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They probably have. That's probably what they bond over. Only one of them killed somebody, though. Allegedly. <laughs> well, if you if you ask some jobbers that took the heart attack back in the day. They might disagree with you. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it wasn't because of me, though. I, I always uh, was put it in there, but uh, I was always safe. I didn't injure anybody. You can ask them. Okay, okay, so, Brett. Well, Zach, ask them right now. I want you to start emailing, like, B. Brian Blair. <laughs> hey, did okay. Bret Hart ever hurt you? I want, <laughs> I want you to email Paul Roma and be like, hey, did Bret Hart ever hurt you? I'm... What's Paul Roma up to these days? I feel like he sells insurance. Uh, P, it's p, p. Roma at gmail.com. Yo, he owns Tony Roma's. Um, but yeah, Tamina got her mania moment and cool for her. Um, it just wasn't, and what there was no story to it. No, but cool, yeah, <laughs> but you know, there was no story to the main event and it was wonderful. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. 11 minutes and 35 seconds of pure joy. Seth Rollins, you, I, I mean, I've said this so many times on this podcast. I always forget how good he is because a yeah. lo- like a lot of times he's just kind of coasting and he's like wrestling, like no one, someone that's not the best. And like Cesaro, when it comes to wrestling is one of the best. And like, he turned it on. Like it was, so that, like, fun to watch. What I loved about this match very personally was everyone that I was watching it with was outside. It was just Isai and Brady in there. And for one, listening to Brady say positive things about WWE was wonderful. Watching Isai hop almost every single time they did something about the tiniest little thing. It just, it was so nice. They were it was so all, nice. It was, it was so cool because it was like a, a love letter to their friendship and to their experiences they had together. Mm-hmm. And so when you have Seth Rollins doing a fucking Chris Hero move, uh, he did the death blow, which is the neck breaker into the fucking arm, the mm. back of the head. Like when you have that, I'm like, just fucking put it right into my goddamn veins because mm. it's just a callback. It's like they've been together, they've traveled the road together. And what they did is they just let fucking Cesaro go out there and be Claudio Castagnoli. Mm-hmm. And he got over. Yeah. And it was a big moment. And they seemed like they're actually giving him a sustained push. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like that was they, you know, they they had him, they had it all set up, and and Cesaro absolutely knocked him out of the park. And yeah, so, didn't he just resign like recently? I think so. I, I believe I believe he did too. I, I'm wondering if they were like he was well, really wanting to leave, and they're like, okay, like okay. let's actually do something with you if we're going to resign so, you. You know, you talk about Will Osprey, Zach, about how he never looks makes anybody look better than him or good. Like he can mm. make a match, he can make a good match, but. He's not elevating somebody else. Seth Rollins fucking helped elevate. Mm-hmm. He made him look fucking fantastic. 
Yeah. Um, it was just super cool. Like Seth was like being so unselfish that whole match. Yeah. The goal was to get Cesaro over, and they fucking got him over. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like say what you want about Seth on the internet or like his fucking weird high as hell cameos he did. Those no, uh, those make me like him even more. <laughs> those make me like him so much more. I gotta look that up. Oh, cool. <laughs> but like, he was definitely it, on edibles, Matt. When it, when it comes to wrestling, he is he's great. And oh, yeah. like his mm-hmm. character stuff is grading, but that's good it's for what he's doing. Yeah. Like I I like when he's supposed to be grading, you know, like yeah. I, when I don't like Seth is baby face Seth. That's not actually it. that he's the only person who doesn't know he's, you know, not a baby face. Yeah, um, guess what, Will Osprey? Check out my bank account. The heel Seth I like is a heel yeah. that doesn't know he's not a baby face. You know, yeah. like and and he's doing great with it. Like you mm-hmm. needed someone that hateable like he is right now in, in his character to like get the people who don't just automatically care, you know, about Claudio Casignoli to yeah. pop for Cesaro winning. Yeah. yeah. UFO, that UFO spin who's on his, his shoulder is tight. Uh, oh, chef's kiss. And like fast forwarding to SmackDown, um, I called this and I was very happy because like Roman won. Um, and so, <gasps> whoa, let's spoil night two now. <laughs> if you didn't watch, Maybe people it, are watching along with WrestleMania as we go through it. <laughs> if we did pause com- as we get to- <laughs> let's just do commentary on WrestleMania. Jesus Christ. Like you said earlier um, in the podcast, we're known um, for talking about certain bodily fluids, not for staying on a cohesive track when we talk yeah, about professional yeah, wrestling. Yeah. So if this is your way of knowing what happened at WrestleMania, I apologize. Yeah, well, I mean, Roman won. Like, what are you gonna do? But Cesaro challenged him, and like, I, I was like, because when Roman wins, I was like, what's next for Roman? And then I was like, what about Cesaro? And they did it, and they built Cesaro, and now Cesaro's going into the main event, fighting for hell, looking good as hell, wearing a suit. He's gonna lose, but you know what? That that elevates him even more. But this is like the first. I think this is the first challenger for Roman, this new version of Roman, that um, Roman is now like physically kind of the underdog. Like, yeah, yeah, like Roman's still like huge and like imposing and like he's a different kind of like physically imposing than Cesaro. He hasn't fought anyone Cesaro. Cesaro's secret strong. Yeah, he He hasn't fought anyone who's gonna like who could toss him around, which Cesaro absolutely can. That's true. Um, but yeah, I'm just hyped. Like, I'm glad, like, like everyone in the world is saying that Cesaro's finally getting his due on the main event. It's yeah. so funny. It's so fucking funny when on, on commentary, they're like, everyone's been, we've been saying it in the back for years and it looks like the fans are finally starting to see what we see. And Michael Cole wasn't saying that. He's like, you know, people have been saying it for years and people in the back been saying it. But now Cesaro is finally realizing it. Like he's the one. Like, he, it's like, his fault. Yeah, yeah, no, no saying, saying, like, now he, like, on the pre-show, like, I think it was JBL. It was like, oh, we've all been saying it in the back, and now the fans are finally starting to uh, see. Yeah. Michael Cole, like in the whole like since January, like since the Rumble, they started kind of building him. Um, has been like has been saying it's like, oh, Cesaro's finally reaching that potential. It's like they're trying to get it in our heads that it's like something's changed with him, which is fine which is good, like, 
Yeah. That's Vince being like, yes, okay, we're finally running with the it's fucker. It's my idea. I, I thought of this. And it's um, like, yeah, this- I told him he couldn't grab the brass ring, and then finally he's doing it. And he's changing and not, like, hmm. that's what they're trying um, to, the narrative. The, you know, I don't know that that isn't at least a little true. When you hear Cesaro, like, interviewed and stuff, I think, you know, like, I, I think he's obviously, like, confident and, like, knows how good he is and stuff. At the same time, I think he's a pretty humble dude. Yeah, and, and he could be too humble. It, it's the important thing is sometimes in this industry, like um, being a good person and like being nice and humble and like selfless uh, doesn't always make for, you know, the best career for you. That's not one of the um, key ingredients to grabbing the brass ring. No, no. You got to make sure when you lose, you cry about it and um, go on, go online and, and cause a stir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos versus uh, or Amos, god damn it, uh, Amos. versus the Amos. New Day. That was awesome. Um, it's cool because like the big baby face team of Omos and AJ, like AJ's getting double teamed. Omos comes mm-hmm. in for the big hot tag, and I love watching over. the New Day work heel. Just, like just, I, I really love watching the New Day work heel. Just it's so Amos, Amos looking like a priest in Under Armour, like. <laughs> Amos is uh so yeah the, the structure of the match is that that New Day is not letting AJ Styles get to the corner to tag Amos in and every time they're he gets close shit, there was like oh yeah they're, they're baby faces but they played the heels in this match for whatever reason well, but like, here's the thing here's the thing with Amos he, he did not at all give any sort of believable give me the hot tag baby it was just like I'm gonna stick my hand out to a length that does not inconvenience me. It's his hand, but it's because if he truly wanted to, he could reach halfway across the fucking ring. It's true. Um, I loved there was a section where Xavier was yelling at AJ, and he was like, "AJ, you are not a tag team wrestler. Do you see what I'm doing? I am cutting the ring in half." I when, love that. that when was he was so yelling, funny. when he was yelling the commentary, his own commentary. Look at the new day effectively cutting the ring in half. <laughs> he, uh, he is a treasure. Uh, he's a treasure. He's so great. good. Um, so I love Omos. So um, the, um, Omos is now the tallest uh, tag team champion in, his, in WWE history. Um, oh, yeah. Debuting and winning those titles the exact same way as the shortest uh, <laughs> Nicholas a few years ago. Oh, wow, yeah. I would have loved it if they just found Omos out in the audience if we hadn't seen him all these months and ages. That would have been, been actually really need- funny, though. It's like... It's like all these just normal people. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna take this fucking seven <laughs> foot four guy. Man, I just need myself a ding dang tag team partner who's <laughs> just going around. I'll, I'll take, take you, that big guy. man. I'll take that man. You're hey, taller big than man. Both, you're taller than my whole family combined on each other's shoulders. And all day would be like, hey, you would say, hey, big man. Hey, can you I call? Hey, can I call you Shaq? <laughs> uh, AJ, you just in the you can't you can't please, do that, AJ. Please, please tell AJ to stop calling him Shaq for for so many reasons. You can't call him Shaq. Um, I I would love it if on Raw, um, they like interviewed Omos and he's like, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to like relinquish these titles because I have to go back to school. I have to go back to. I'm only in the fourth grade, and everyone's like, oh, he has that Robin Williams and Jack syndrome. <laughs> he's in the same class with Nicholas. Um, but yeah, it was cool. AJ doing the phenomenal forearm off of his shoulders. That's awesome. That rocks. They really do have a fun chemistry together. Yeah. Also, it makes um, AJ Styles a Grand Slam champion. Denny's. 
Friggin' A, Denny's. AJ's the Denny's I, champ. I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's why they did this. Was just to get AJ mm-hmm. the Grand Slam. And they only, really what, like AJ now. How how long has he been there? 2014. 20, yeah. Okay, that's that's a while. Okay, okay. For some Wait, reason, no, it was 2016. 2016, I meant. Okay, right. that that sounds better. He he feels new in my head. And because he he's been playing low a little bit. You know, like he hasn't been like forget that like he was the main event for the first like you know like first couple Last, of years that I was start starting, like twenty sixteen through twenty eighteen, he was was the main event. Well, I'm pretty um, sure the 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 Undertaker's retirement match there was the main event last year. Yeah, that's true. I was just meaning in general of WWE. He was like of SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Like you. for half of the company, he was like always in the main event. Even if he wasn't champion, he was always around there, you know. Yeah. Um so, like, it's cool to see him kind of, like, re... Like, he's had a kind of weird couple, like, starts and stops, it seems like, with, like, his creative. Like, jumping back and forth between brands because he hated Heyman and, like, and weird stuff like that. So, nice just to see him have some consistency again. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss him being, like, world champ. I miss world champion AJ. I like it, too, because he, in interviews and in and things, has he refers to himself as, like, or when he came into WWE and talking to Vince McMahon about what Vince was kind of looking for. And Vince said, like, I need a pit bull. And he's like, I can do that. I can do that. Friggin' A, I can do that. But uh, now when he's when he's partnered with someone who is eight feet tall, that boy looks like a pit bull. <laughs> he looks like mm-hmm. a small birdie dog. Yeah. It's, it's kind of perfect for him. Well, well, mm-hmm. well I, I prefer I'm not that- Georgia Bulldog, but. <laughs> I'm not that small, man. But when you're next to Omos, you are. Uh, it's Omos. Omas, I damn pronounce I things correctly. Yeah, don't let AJ correct you, but oh my god, yeah, you're being on disrespectful the, on the pronunciation of a person of color's name. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my son's name, right? Too AJ. Not age. Also, um, can you? Isn't it weird? Like thinking now, like AJ, I'm sure still has reprehensible politics. I'm sure. I'm sure, and personal beliefs. Um, but. He's less reprehensible than Chris Jericho. Yeah. And I that's well, weird. Another yeah. thing, another thing with him is like he's homophobic as hell. Has he ever been racist? <sighs> Outwardly? I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard yeah. to say. Yeah, I, not that not I don't want to assign but... thoughts to AJ Styles, but at the same time, it would not surprise me if in if if in uh private company he said some things that would oh uh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> would would make you go like go but, but then again bigotry is weird so like yeah, it's true like especially like having grown up in it i'd say um religious uh bigotry because you know depending on which you know don- denomination you grow up in and stuff a lot of them are like the oh yeah like racism's bad because slavery is illegal, so now we have to believe racism is bad. But it's okay; um, we solved but, it. But them, them, them gays. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it vaguely community. Yeah, it I, I, I still remember. It vaguely says in the Bible, um, "Do not uh, marry a man if you're a man." So I have to hate that people group. But you know what? Cops murdering people is fine. It's not one of the Ten Commandments. We already solved it. it. It's over. It's done. I mean, I, I love, you know, I love the sinner. I just hate the sin. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> the fucking dumbest bullshit-ass argument. Okay, let's move on. I'm getting heated. Uh... Braun Strowman defeated Shane McMahon. This a win. Anyone who's ever been called stupid. This is for all you dumbasses like me. And he never said that he like like after that's like it's just it weird. It's like this is for everybody. Like this is for all you dummies out there. I like yeah. how- who who did Braun piss off? Like this whole thing feels like a rib to get him to call himself stupid. Um, like, do you remember it was a while back? And there was like this thing where like they didn't necessarily <laughs> didn't want to have Braun be the top star, but have him almost there like a mascot because he's so big mm-hmm. and like does he's have a lot of charisma. And yeah, that, that's that's actually what I was like getting to. It's like he just replaced Big Show, and like you can heat him up for a main event at any time. He can be on the undercard at any time. He'll go in there and give Shane probably the worst bump of his career aside from Kurt Angle killing him. Oh my goodness. So they have the fucking cage match. It's better than I expected, but that doesn't mean it was good. Sure. <laughs> I just was like, when they finally did climb on top of that cage, I was like, it's been raining. All I, I was hoping, and um, Brian uh, Alvarez said this too. It's like, I was hoping he'd throw him off the side. Yeah. And so it's like, he loses because he's stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, the been- way that he lost to Kevin Owens. Yeah. It, it would have been such a rib. Uh, but no, instead, he throws Shane McMahon, who's like 50 or whatever. Oh, onto bounces the, on his spine when he hits like, the ground. Just does a flip bump from the top of the cage to the ring. And takes a shitty bump, no crash pad, anything. And then he goes in there, gives him a slam and beats him. Yeah. And, but, and honestly, all of that I love. The taking a moment to scream to an audience who you know can't hear you that this is for everyone who's ever been called stupid and then goes whoop whoop and picks him up and gives the fucking power slam it's like just slam him and win this is supposed to, be per- this is supposed to be personal you're not you're not stepping into a role model for people who've been bullied if um if braun jumped from the top of the cage he would have been over in my mind Matt, i'm just trying to say that oh, anybody yeah. can be a bully and anybody can get bullied size does not matter in that but then shane got these hands because i'm bigger than him and stronger than him also, I don't care if you play back the footage and find all the times I've called people stupid. When I call people stupid, it's because I, it's cause stupid is a stupid dust. I can't yeah, brother, believe when you were trying to uh, to uh, get all the get. I lost it. I, was, I can't believe they didn't. Br- <laughs> they didn't bring a brainstorming in this. I like, know. There's so many things in this feud. Like this feud, I think could have been never good but it could have been like funny weird. for people like us who like like weird shit that's like true. funny in the way that i find baron corbin funny <laughs> yeah. just because i have my own like head canon about what is actually happening with baron corbin like that's that's become the way i watch wrestling anyways is just because like i'm I have to because get I'm a, these days I, i'm i'm a better writer than the <laughs> wwe writing team um and i know that so um like I like they didn't bring a brainstorming. There was a while where when Braun actually was getting over as a baby face at first, he was basically a renaissance man. Like he played like the stand-up bass and sang that one time. I know. Oh, yes. yeah. And yeah, like that was the same time as brainstorming. Weird. Like Yeah. You know, I, I bet I bet Braun that up. I bet Braun vetoed brainstorming. He's I like, I don't want to do it anymore. 
I'll, oh, I'm I don't not. Think, I, I don't think Braun has a single bit of pole backstage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Any creative control. I just he goes into the fans. I have an idea. If you want to listen, and it's like, get out of here, you dumbass. You're <laughs> stupid. Dane, go call him stupid on TV. That's a hatch. Cover him with slime. They haven't done that on Nickelodeon in a while. Let's do it. Dad, we haven't finished my birthday celebration. Go get out there, Golden Stupid. Oh, Braun, get down on your hands and knees and let Shane ride you like a horse on your birthday. Come on, train boy. Train boy. He's going to be dressed like the conductor from Thomas the Tank Engine. You got it, boss. Sometime, and I'm going to be so excited for it. This This was Shane's birthday present. You get yeah, you get to get thrown off a cage, son. You get um, to insult Braun Strowman. But so to me, the whole thing read though as kind of the same thing that we're getting at with the Alexa Bliss Nia Jax fat phobic storyline, where it's like it's not nice to call people that. It's not nice to call people that, and that's like what it what it ended up boiling down to with this little gimmick. When instead it was it could have just been Braun being like, "Gotcha." On to the next thing. I mean, I, I understand it. This is for the kids. It's just corny. It, but you're completely, you are also completely right. The 30-year-old in me didn't need to hear it. But Bron, maybe Bron there's, Strowman's maybe for there's, the children. There's, there's, there, are, there are probably are people out there who that, that, that did, did mean a lot to. Yeah, the guy as who looks like he's going paintballing or storming the capitals for the children. As a, That's the as one a, I'm saying. As a child, the people I look to in wrestling, uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. I mean, I mean. Most it, marketable it, it, to it, children. It's the Hulk. I mean, honestly, children would see Braun and he's massive. It's, yeah. It's the Hulk Hogan like formula. Effect. Yeah. Big, big guy. He's telling you to be nice. Don't call people stupid. It's not yeah. nice. Dividing Stand up to your bullies. Um, fucking be a train. <laughs> want to be, be a train? train be a fucking train. You could be anything. Uh, you could be a twin of yourself who's a lot smarter, or you could be a train. Those are the two options. <laughs> he. He does have a very, very cute puppy as of like last week. That I hope I he just mean, like I hope that somehow becomes his gimmick. Just like he does post some like don't nice call things. Drake sometimes. Maverick a cute puppy next to him. <laughs> <laughs> he is two of my also, favorite friends. Like just because of just the the difference. The size difference. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like how Hornswoggle and Great Collie used to ride together. And I mean, Hornswoggle, Great Collie, and Natalia, the most famous <laughs> fucking trio. Dancing around, and yeah. honestly, Braun is a friend to children because of Nicholas. He's so, really not—he's not a bad guy from everything I've seen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a know. good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm, I'm also a train. Not stupid. <laughs> I'm not I'm stupid. The- I am a train. <laughs> but I have a train choo-choo. All Remember when he flipped an ambulance? Like what? This is one of the wildest like character arcs of any character. Like for not changing, became a train. <laughs> for not changing at all, he's also changed so much. It's so funny too because like it was genuinely an effective like someone's talking shit. I need a challenger, and you get the big like run or they. But now you get like three seconds of train starting up noises before it happens <laughs> that takes all the effect out of the like who's ooh whoa and train big shock. steam. Yeah. Toot, toot, bro. Oh, they better have like a fucking match that involves like coal, like actual coal, like a coal miner's glove match. Michael Cole. Michael Cole My- on a pole match. Yeah. Michael Cole. Cole. My- Michael Cole in a coal furnace match. Or Michael. <laughs> Are they going to, is he going to become the new Tim White? Tim White. I don't um, know what that means. That, that's a weird deep cut. 
Okay, um, so back uh, in the 2000s, the former referee um, kept dying on these dot com scenes. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> there it is. That's the look I was going for, Zach. It's that like bewildered. Like, it's oh, one of those things. Oh, no. It's like, it's from that era of wrestling right before I started like watching again. Like that just like period where I hear about stuff. I'm like, that they did like they did that, especially like the free network online stuff is so weird. It is like was, the weirdest era of anything. Was like that Scotty young- Goldman's show? He had a dot com show called was Cabana. That, was it the Young Bucks' favorite era because they killed people in being the elite? Was that what they were referencing? No. I mean, that, honestly, <laughs> that, that is what they grew up watching. No, they no, definitely no. have. They definitely got have been influenced by the weird dot com stuff, though. That yeah. that happened. The the original run of the dirt sheet. Y'all, Bad Bunny delivered the best celebrity wrestling performance uh, in a minute. Yeah. In a minute, if not like top top few ever, like him and yeah. McAfee. Best is McAfee. I think McAfee, McAfee. I think did better, but it's like same. Yeah. Hit a singles Level. match. Um, yeah, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest bit the beat the Miz and John Morrison. Um, Bad Bunny was in there for ninety percent of the match. Yeah, Bad Bunny mm-hmm. wasn't a celebrity wanting to get clout. He was a celebrity who grew up watching wrestling and wanted to wrestle. And wanted. To, I mean, you're presented an opportunity to be like, "Hey, Bad Bunny, you can have a spot in a match at WrestleMania," and uh he he took it like as seriously as a as a person could because that's Mm -hmm. a huge yeah it's just cool yeah he did he did a great job it was fun i like the chemistry between him and damian priest a lot yeah yeah um he did a canadian destroyer bunny Um, destroyer a bunny hop oh oh yeah bunny destroyer that's what Um, i would say he threw like this is like almost a more impressive thing because morrison is essentially was the one that yes oh 100 he threw a fucking (laughs) fantastic arm drag Stuff like mm-hmm. that is like almost more impressive, just because it's like, oh, it's like a, like a wrestling thing that he has to do to look good. He sold mm-hmm. really well, I thought. Like mm-hmm. everything he did actually was pretty fucking. Cool. Like there were moments where he looked a little like, I wouldn't even say lost, but you know, like we used to talk about, we used to talk about with Bianca Belair, the the like, okay, what's my next move, like thing, like do a move, and he had a couple moments of that, but it almost felt realistic of like what a non wrestler would look like in a wrestling match, you know, yeah. like well, going like. What do I do? This is I'm it's like, like this okay. is not oh, my world. Shit. Like I'm actually here. Like oh no, what do I? Uh, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Like it seemed and, consistent with the way, like with who his movement in general. Like it wasn't yeah. just like he thought he was lost. Sorry, Jack. and I, like big shout out to the Miz and John Morrison as well. Like they, I know the Miz is just a. We talk shit on the Miz a lot, but when it comes to like basic ass working. He knows he knows that shit, and they, he helped. He helped Bad Bunny a lot. Yeah, like they when, put in a fucking fantastic performance, and, making yeah. sure he and they elevated him. Like there was that one spot where the Miz or Bad Bunny like lifted the Miz from the rope, and the Miz like had to like stay up and like control it, even though he was in the air. Oh yeah, I'd say the Miz is a great like celebrity spot 100 percent performer like yeah. he's never ever going like going to have 
a five-star match, you know. <laughs> he's never going to have a four-star match. Mm-hmm. Like, three and a half. He, if he was in there with AJ, he could get to, up to a three and a half. Um, like, Jin, like, he Jinder did, you know. <laughs> like, Jinder had a three and a half-star match with AJ. But um, The Miz, like is so good at like at knowing who he's supposed to be because like I was realizing like I legit was like like hated the Miz at the beginning like with that entrance and all of it it is so obnoxious I my um my friend Ryan um who he like grew up watching wrestling and he like watched a Royal Rumble with us at your house Derek um, oh yeah yeah um uh, I like texted him and just told him like that he should check out the main the main event. Like I, I tell him like really good wrestling stuff. Yeah. I was like oh he, he probably already has Peacock just because he's like a big like movie and TV guy. He's a big Office fan. <laughs> well, that's actually what I was about to say is um when I was explaining like, he actually asked me oh I heard Bad Bunny had a good match and I was like oh like Ryan knew who Bad Bunny was and stuff and I was like oh yeah like it was really good. Um I told him like I gave him like time stamps to watch. Mm-hmm. and everything and i told him like i apologize in advance for the miz and morrison's entrance it's the most <laughs> obnoxious thing ever and i said it is michael scott would think it's hilarious and i oh, realized yeah. like like that's exactly what it was and i realized like that's what they were they were supposed to do they're supposed to make me absolutely hate it oh yeah and they, they real uh, peacock peacock uh real peacock energy and like some of the bunnies didn't have ears it was weird one fell off on camera and it was really disturbing it was like more disturbing <laughs> than anything but i am looking to see if miss has had any four-star matches it it was so much fun to watch and like it was incredible he miss has been in some four-star matches hmm. with whom um one of them was seth rollins it was born at quarter stars from, that checks out it was six five eight twenty eighteen what this match what did this get Oh, 6 5 2018, huh? Uh, I remember it that one was wrong. Backlash 2018. Oh. Born at Quarter Stars. The Lost Episode? <laughs> yeah. It also was in uh, some of those Royal Rumbles had like four stars. Uh, Money yeah, in the Bank guy. did. <laughs> okay. Um, so ones where he's with chamber, several other folks. Um, I think the one versus John Morrison in 2011. That's fun. One from a steel cage with Gina and Morrison in 2011. And then the um, two of them against Dolph. Oh, the one. Remember the Dolph feud from 2016? Yep. Yep. Those are great matches. Okay. And then there was one where he was the third wheel against Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was a. That was uh, (laughs) Mania for the IC title. That was a good match, too. This one was a triple threat on a Raw. A random Raw match. As much as as I do enjoy listening to the good (laughs) matches that Miz has been in. We are on this the precipice is a- of talking about my favorite main event wrestling match, uh, R- D- WrestleMania main event. Uh, well, let's wait years. for Isai to finish. Oh, that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Isai creamed. Now we can we had We, can go. we had Isai talking good things about The Miz. So yeah, we, we can. Oh, I was actually just very curious to see if he had anything that was above four. You know, um, it, going back and, like, highlighting some of those matches, yeah, those are great matches, and, like, he played his part in them. So, like, it's... Especially the Ziggler ones. The Ziggler ones it are. It should have been me. It seems like the the mo- the best Miz matches are ones that he has a bit part in, not that he has a big part in. Oh, I was except for the the Ziggler matches. The Ziggler like that feud yeah. is that was a that, really good that, feud. That feud is the reason why like 
this the Miz won wrestler of the year from like Rolling Stone in 2016, which sounds oh, yeah. like a joke, but it was actually like a legit like wrestling journalist who like wrote it that coverage. Been me. Um, <laughs> was that was that the um, that was great that intercontinental and yeah IC title match and yeah. that's like when Ziggler's like saying he was gonna fucking quit if he didn't win and yeah. it actually felt like the title versus career match felt important. That's right when they did like that brand split too. And so mm-hmm. like it was, it was the first good feud on SmackDown. Yeah, it's like SmackDown was like fucking hitting. It's like you had like uh yeah, Dean and AJ. Ch- yeah, yeah, Dean and AJ. You had fucking Miz and Ziggs. The Miz and Zig connection. Miz yeah, Ziggs. Yeah. Oh. Um, um we're never gonna get another guys, show, Miz, bro. Check check it out. I'm gonna drink some Tucky. Yeah, yeah. All right. Another, another good visual gag. All right, let's talk about the main event. Bianca Belair, yes. Sasha Banks, two black women in the main event of WrestleMania. Michael Cole said it and didn't fucking stutter. It was it, it got a lot of traction also like on black Twitter just because like people were like stoked. They said he said it with his whole chest. Yeah. Mm. Both I, mean, of them, I love that. Well, cause did you did any of you catch on the, the pre-show dipshit JBL being yeah. like, this isn't about gender. This isn't about race. This is about mm. two competitors. No, it's about history. Yeah, I, I think I get what he's saying, but it was um, ignorant. And Booker T yeah. said as much. Like Booker T, like was asked about it. Um, on I think it was on just busted open radio. Yeah, or um, about or JBL Booker T's podcast. Like, yeah, talks and, shit on all the time. And um, his response basically was like, uh, he wasn't. He's he's wrong, and I'll talk to him about it next time I see him. Like, just like, that- like saying like, yo, he like he's my friend. He was wrong. Like, I'm gonna correct him. Like this is in. In Booker T said, the last time two black people were in the main event of a pay-per-view was him and The Rock at SummerSlam. Jesus. Wow. Was that 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I, don't, I don't know if that's 100% factually accurate, but I would trust Booker T to like... I trust... I mean, ha- I can't think of another one. If there haven't been, if there have been, it's so rare that like, it, it might as well be true. You know, like even if it isn't one hundred percent accurate, it, yeah. it, it's close enough that I can't <laughs> think of anything else. And it's, I mean, it's an absolute disservice to talk about JBL any more than I have. But about when we're when in reference to this match, I, I think he was more like he was trying to just say like, it's, a, it's a historic moment. Like it's not women's history, it's not black history, it's history. But it's, but it's like you're taking away from it. So I, mm-hmm. I appreciate people like Booker T who keeps his friends in check. Like I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was definitely just a thing of like I can't fit myself into that narrative, but I can talk about WrestleMania. So that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, is was JBL just being fucking egomaniac? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sasha came out tributing Naomi, which was kind of sick. Um, even though she was on the card, <laughs> is that what uh, it was? I I because yeah. I saw it was also like a gear. Uh, I think like she the, she the said pattern as of much. gear. Oh, okay, the pattern of gear she had was also a throwback to the one that she wore when she debuted. Yeah, it, she, especially with her husband being one of the fucking gear makers there. Mm-hmm. He killed a lot this of, year. Oh yeah, he did great. Um, he did AJ's you know, like, and Shane's too. Probably a lot of uh, cool little like callouts and like shit like that to people yeah. and uh, like parts in their career. And oh, he always has great on like he always has fantastic gear. And AJ mm. Styles always has like I think like the best. I love how he fucking looks, and so does Brian Myers. That's why he stole it. It was so funny though. Like so, um, obviously the challenger came out first. Yeah, and that was, it just felt so huge to watch 
Bianca coming down uh, was just like this thing of like, you see somebody who we've seen from, from Jump, uh, you yeah. know, in NXT and being like, we wow, look, she wasn't good yet. Like we have said that we I mean, have it's watched just, her progress, but it's like look where look where she is and look how she holds that fucking that stadium. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's just like wow, she really, really like it. It just felt like a huge moment. And then obviously the the look, the the um, the emotional moment between the two before the match started was yeah. oh man, it just it just uh, set a stage like, of like wow. Trying watching, to are you got Derek trying to stay in character, but also like crying and like appreciating each other, like. Especially wow, Sasha, cool like moment. you, you see, you saw the difference in their experience, and that Sasha's had these big moments already. That yeah. she like started getting choked up, and then she just like she shoved that shit down. Like she's like, I'm yeah. the heel. Like you saw like on her face for one second, and then she yeah. was like, it was back the in well because you saw her mouth. That was the thing that I was just like, oh, because Bianca's like overwhelmed clearly, yeah. and then you look, it pans over to Sasha, who's also choked up, and she's just mouthing, I know, I know, yeah, huge, and, and like. Um, oh. Really funny thing that was reported today. Apparently, John Cena Sr., John Cena's dad, oh. said that it, this, it was fake, but there was. Fuck off. Of his ass. Fuck off, old John. <laughs> yeah. John Cena would never. Who gives a shit what John Cena's dad thinks about anything? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't care what John Cena's dad thinks about whatever he ate for breakfast. <laughs> some, um, you know, the only people who care are some like pretty like low time massachusetts like in new england area yeah. indie promoters who rely on john cena john cena's dad to like draw people for them draw the 20 people to their yeah. indie that like fucking greg I, valentine's yeah. wrestling on mm-hmm. the the shows that fucking pj from aviator used to re- referee at that he told us about <laughs> when he was on the show last year oh yeah badass main event brutus beefcake versus like fucking larry dale yeah. yeah, hometown hero, yeah, Larry Dale. <laughs> um, but yeah, also this match had a terrible build, and it was incredible. They told such a better story just in the ring, like letting mm-hmm. that just happen, and it's just like Sasha always like being like a little like one step ahead, being the veteran. Yeah, and then just like Bianca's just like unmatched like power and like fucking athleticism. Yeah, and it's like, like I deadlift. almost had you. I almost had you. Ooh, ooh. And, and just then like Sasha was like, "You never had your car." <laughs> it's it's just cool. Um, I mean, the fucking military press slam, like walking up the steps. Oh, yes. fucking That's, wild. The yeah. more that is like, that in like some some of the stuff like Cesaro's done are like yeah. it, it is at that level of like the most impressive physical things I've ever seen. Like, she just had a running shooter, and it was fucking. That's insane. I, I feel like no one that tall should be able to do that. I mean, like, the first person I ever saw do that was Morrison. Okay. Uh, back in the day with Johnny Nitro, and I always thought it was super cool, and Seth used to do it all the time. But it's just, like, she did it, like, like one step off with ease. Like, got yeah. great height on it. Where Seth yeah. used to look like he was about to scrape his forehead every time, but never did. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I've watched this match three times because I, I showed a couple people, or I watched it the next day. I watched this in the mm. Cesaro match um, before I watched night two. And then I watched it the other night. I showed my roommate uh, the Bad Bunny match and this match. And yeah, like, it is so good. There's only one spot where Bianca doesn't look very confident. And that's when she gets on the slippery rope. And like mm-hmm. has to like shake, but the rope's slippery. 
So exactly. like, yeah, I don't blame her for Not that. Not just that though. I mean, if you if you're going up top for like a, a quote unquote high risk move, mm-hmm. I mean, that also can be part of it too. It's like it's true it's when you're up there in the high when you're up in the high rent district. That's true. Exactly. Um, that she even with you know all that rain and stuff looked a lot more confident on that top rope than Brock did in the main event of WrestleMania on the top rope. <laughs> Is that against Angle? Yeah. When he fucking uh, domed himself? That, well, and watching before he domes himself, you see, like... Hesitation? It, you know, there's, like, those, like, like social media accounts that are, like, moments before it is... Like, pictures, like, moments before a disaster. Yes. Just, like, the picture of Brock's knees wobbling on the top <laughs> rope. Like, everyone should have known it was about to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I love how the story throughout the match, too... I mean, just the, the physical story in the match... Um, is that uh, Sasha's pretty liberal with the usage of of grabbing Bianca's hair. hair. And then so at the end of the match, uh, when Bianca's finally like, no, no, and whacks her through the side, just fucking her, slices oh her. Oh, my God. Perfect oh. storytelling. Yeah, oh. You know, Especially I, like, th- I thought that was like a, a great way to tell a story. You know, you always keep going <sighs> to it. So I think they probably watched some of my matches where, you know, yeah. I'd be – I'd be going for the sharpshooter and they get out, but then finally, you know, I catch them like Bianca yeah. did. So it's totally, I think, they, I think they were kind of paying tribute to me. Yeah. It's probably all about great you. WrestleMania matches that I've had too. And yeah. I've also main evented WrestleMania and won the title. Yeah, no, it's definitely about and you. So man. I think that's what they were doing was calling to me. Matt. You're right. As usual. We'll hey, never Matt, tell you. We'll never hey, tell Matt, you, you know, you're wrong. I'm moving, I'm moving in with you too. When you move. Yeah, I know. No, I know. We're setting yeah. up the dungeon in the basement. Yeah, and I'm gonna just make you tap out Ew. there like my father's stupid. Yeah. No, I know the house has a basement, and Brett has, has said it's his dungeon. Um, welcome, I, to, welcome to Brett's lair, right, Oster? Yeah, I was just in there. He called me in. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, we, Brett lived in with me, Matt. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I decided to stay with him because, uh, you know, just with everything that's going on, I just felt more safe in Cuna because they're more aligned with my people. Canadians? <laughs> I'm just talking about people who really like themselves and think they know better than everybody else. <laughs> um, did you talk about the hair thing yet? Yes, yeah, we, yeah, ju- we were just talking oh, about the hair thing. God, okay, sorry. It, it was a so, cause well, it was, yeah, because it was a beat throughout the whole match. Is the thing yeah. is like is is Sasha kept using Bianca's hair to stop Bianca, and mm-hmm. Bianca was finally able to 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 just unload on on that one whip, and I, I love gave her the kiss of death. I love that she doesn't use that in every match. Like it's it's it should be saved for big moments. Yeah. I don't um, think it should be used for like years again now. Like yeah. that was and the story perfect. behind it was like I'm using it because you won't fucking stop yeah. like touching it. You know, like, yeah, you won't, you won't that, stop using you won't stop using it against me. I'm gonna snap and use it against you. Okay. And, I hope and, like years down the road there's like a fucking hair versus that would be wild. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, um also like I love that this story was in this match because you know there's a big thing with like black women especially like don't touch black women's hair like yep Yep. white white people love to be like to be shitty and like oh yeah oh it's like it's so different like shit like that yeah well and i'm pretty sure that was a story beat in one of bianca's feuds right well remember when fucking who was she partnering with it wasn't eo it it was was Kyrie. uh, it was Kyrie. yes Kyrie touched it and there was that thing of like don't yeah 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 yeah. Mm. And yeah um, but it was like a beat like i think it was just on social media or something like 
where it seemed like maybe that wasn't part of supposed to be part of the story and she was just actually uh-huh. saying that to the person i think but that's yeah. kind of what it felt but it was like oh you're getting a little familiar there yeah um sasha banks is 29 years old this solidifies her in my eyes as like a veteran like she's right. putting the young talent over she's like happy for it like she like like we were saying about i, I love um, that like she we're sold saying that about to the camera i mean what bill what will osprey doesn't do he doesn't elevate anyone like Sasha elevated Bianca so much because for one, she has so much clout. She is mm. one of the best on the main roster. Yeah. Um, she has like, she sold so well. Um, you know, the she, thing- tr- she tried so hard. Like at the end of the match, this was only on Twitter. She was smiling. She was so happy. Mm. Like she doesn't that- fucking politic. She's so happy to put another person over. Well, the, the, deserves the thing, it. it. It's he probably does politic. Yeah. Probably a pretty good yeah. amount. Um, <laughs> it's it's more so understanding what's best for business and what's going to be best for wrestling overall because that's what she really likes to do. Because like, like somebody like Brock Lesnar will lose to somebody if he thinks it's good for business. It's true. That's true. I could see Sasha first off doing that because she's mm-hmm. not stupid at all. And second, also going to be doing what's good for wrestling because she really does just love wrestling. What, what's good for wrestling, what's good for women too, what's good for women's wrestling. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe even biggest of all, what's mo- big and important for black women wrestling. Like, yeah. I think that's part of it. Like, especially like, Sasha like, has actually, a, you know, I think a fairly like unearned and probably racially charged, if not biased, reputation of being difficult to work with mm-hmm. um we she, she's not and, afraid to let you know that, that she's confident yeah. but like and, and also turn... i but I'll, i think that a lot of those reactions were like oh she doesn't get along with alexa bliss so she must be difficult to work with but no alexa's great alexa's awesome because she's the one talking about it in public yeah like um and i'm not even like putting that on alexa bliss i'm just saying like there that has happened to sasha banks like 20 times in the last yeah. like five years where it's like Brian Satin reports something that ends up being bullshit, you know? Yeah. Well, no, they were crying on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and and anytime a woman is speaking her mind, she's she's framed as difficult. Whereas yeah. when Kevin is like, Vince, I don't want to do this, I want to do this, Vince likes it. Yeah. hundred percent hundred percent. It goes even more so for Sasha. She gets a lot more hate. Yeah, a lot because, of other people because she's and vocal. Like her personality, her heel the work. color of her skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because like I see like especially in like the documentaries they've done, they did on Sasha and stuff. Like and hearing her in interviews where she's where she drops the character because I've noticed she stays in character during interviews a lot more these days, and I think it's because yeah. she realizes she people don't misconstrue her words if she's in character. Mm-hmm. um because they just go oh she's in character or you know oh whatever like um I, she's obviously Sometimes a very that fucking kate is, gets me over the box oh sarah, it does, sarah, um, sarah, anya hates in, sarah shockey's impression of her makes me laugh so hard it's uh, just the, anya, anya hates sasha sasha promos so much and i don't blame her it's um, been, like the, we're watching the fucking steve austin broken skull sessions with her and just the whole time he talks mm-hmm. like this steve like this it's, oh it's my rough. god, um, it's a stone cold 
beer. Yeah. Um, but I was saying, like, she's obviously socially anxious in a oh, way yeah. I relate to very, very much. You know, like, I, I, I deal with that stuff, too. But I'm not a celebrity, and I'm not yeah. a black woman, you know? Well, like, I'm, I don't have to deal with those extra things that she does. And I think that makes people go, oh, she's hard to work with. She's difficult. Like, because I've, like, I've heard feedback from people who I've like gotten to become friends with and know who before they knew me thought I was like dour and like a like mean person. Like I've gotten that direct feedback from people I consider friends now that like or thought I was like big timing people because I wouldn't say hi to like someone I barely knew. Like, I've gotten that before anxious. too. Like I got oh I've gotten know? that before too where it's like I thought you were ignoring me. I was like, no, I saw you. I just I was hoping you'd come say hi because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I did shout out to Alex yeah and I actually heard that they said that about me once that's like, good friends that's good for you good friends to give you that kind of feedback yeah like so I think she gets that like where people are like oh you know he wasn't like contributing to the conversation when she was in the room so I think she's too cool for everyone's like no she probably just wants to she's probably you know just was a kid who like was super un the super uncool wrestling kid mm -hmm. like yeah you know growing up right. snoop dogg's cousin that snoop that like snoop dogg barely you know knows and like you know she was like who, whose dad wasn't around like shit like that like i think she was just an awkward kid who now is an awkward adult has mm -hmm. to pretend to be the boss in front of millions of people right i mean because it's like such a, a highly um, I mean, she's, she's such a, a highly public facing figure and with such a highly public facing gimmick. But I think that's it's probably more comfortable, like you're saying, to be that gimmick when you're being front facing than just to be yourself, because that is way more vulnerable than being a character. Um, and it's indicative across like every every working field in this in this country, you know, mm -hmm. and so to be like, oh, she's difficult to work with. You know, a lot of that does become because of. That, like because she's a woman and because she's black is is and she's not afraid to say like hey I, we deserve better i deserve better i fucking put in the work here she's not afraid to say that it it, it goes across anything and it's just such a fame she's such a famous person yeah uh, mm -hmm. and so a lot of times that'll get thrown on people and for some people like they get the benefit it's like oh they're just driven like look at mox he mm -hmm. was just driven and he wanted out and blah 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 and he can go and bitch and moan on podcasts and it's fine He's just getting it off his chest, and we love him. But then Sasha, like, we'll talk about displeasure with anything. It's like, oh, she's just ungrateful, and he's just cocky. And it's like, I wonder what. Right, what the it, 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 it's worth putting a critical eye on. Well, but they're, yeah. the the match that they that they put on was fabulous. The whole yep. night one was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I gotta say, compared to night two, I wish I wish it was flip flopped. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, what um, a WWE thing to like. Shoot it so like shoot well, it the foot a little bit. Like yeah. I will say Bye. though that the little Sunday, Sunday night's main event like, was my favorite match of the whole weekend. Hmm. Yeah. No, I say I yeah, agree. I could but I, that one, like they should have flipped some of the other matches around, maybe put like Cesaro and Seth on night two just to give it a little bump ski. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. maybe put the fiend like on like Sunday night heat. No question, um, no question. The main event of night two was the most big fight feel of the weekend, mm -hmm. oh, for sure. Fucking amazing, dude. I uh, I almost would have liked that to be the main event of night one, though, because like 
like elevate the like night one and then be like oh but we still have more and then like the emo the emotional like yeah. eye of the main event the the women's main event being at the end of night two would have been like right i who think a better walk, like who doesn't home. walk away from that sasha bianca match feeling good yeah. who doesn't walk away feeling good well that? it's wwe so like they had to have the real main event yeah. too but mm. let's get into night two it started yeah. off it started off with randy orton beating the fiend this match was not good all but right i'm gonna go to the I... bathroom on this part <laughs> okay see ya all right wasn't good but i, I, I was fans... i am it's wandavision yep, it's I'm not great you. but i am so fucking interested there I... up until the last moments of that match i was happy i was happy the jack in the box yo that rocked I love the Jack in the Box with the pentagram with yeah. with with the fiend coming out and his his shout out to Brody Lee. It was like yeah, that was that, was, that, was, really that was great. It was heartwarming. I thought the match itself, you know, it's just like okay, if it's not going to be a cinematic match, this is what we're getting. That's fine. Alexa, even, this was a five minute match. Alexa getting in that box and the makeup people doing all that shit. For five I minutes, appreciate it. Yeah, production I wise, I've loved the last two things that have happened with the fiend. Okay. yeah like production wise it's super impressive you know like mm-hmm. um and derek you and i we, we talked about this right after the match because i went over and watched it he says which was mm-hmm. still which is rad that's the first time i've gotten to watch wrestling with other people in over a year mm-hmm. um thank you thank you pfizer um <laughs> uh but like we were talking about it then like if I had any trust that WWE would follow through with cool storytelling based mm-hmm. on a cool moment, yeah, um, then I would be excited about this. Yeah. Um, I think I would have been excited about this before we did this, maybe started this podcast and I had to talk about wrestling, <laughs> uh, you know, for two hours plus every every single week um yeah i was just yeah. choosing to do that to anyone who would listen at the, mm-hmm. um like shows at the neurolux <laughs> um uh i would have been like oh so i would have been like oh maybe it'll be cool like maybe and i've just like i'm at the point where like i try not to be a jaded wrestling fan uh but sometimes you just we only have the evidence in front of us to work with and yeah then- and that's the thing it's like i just it's like it's like I'm gambling and it's like, I just want to see what happens. I just want to see what happens. And like, I, was, I lose so much money because I invest so much into what if. So like, I'll paint this picture. You're, I'm feeling great off night one. I'm feeling great mm-hmm. off night one. I'm like night two, let's do it. Fiend. Okay. I'm doing it. Pentagram in a box. Awesome. Uh, matches like whatever. Alexa bliss comes out of the box, fucking bleeding blood and spitting black blood. Awesome. Tight. Then, Tight as hell. Distracts have- the fiend. And the fiend's distracted. I'm into that too. I'm like, where are we going? But then you feel it. But whenever you're, there's a Randy Orton match and someone's distracted, uh oh. And there it was RKO one two three. Yeah. And I was like, that? Yeah. That? Yeah. Well, well that's what we were building to. Okay. I don't think they knew what they were building to. Exactly. And, and apparently, that became apparent. That became very plans apparent. were for the fiend to win until like day of, which is. Also wild because this story is so much better than him winning. Or I guess Alexa would have distracted Randy, but I I like, I see the story I see in my head. Alexa distracts the fiend. Alexa is now 
the real fiend, like Sister Abigail <sighs> level, whatever. Sure, right. Like right. she's the one in control. She's like the driving the, force. Yeah. The fiend is now a minion banana. Um, <laughs> the fiend is now just a puppet for Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is in complete control because she looked terrifying. Yeah, she, she did. She is doing great. She could play, and I could see her playing a puppet master villain yeah. so well, so and well. She, but here's my fear with that. Yeah. Army of Banana Minions. <laughs> Army of Fiends. Al- Alistair Black. So I think Alistair is doing his own thing with the promo yeah. video he put on his thing, which is good. Uh, other podcasts know. have been talking about throwing him into this. I do not like that. I don't. I want hope, it. I, I I've heard people talk about that too, and they're like, "Oh, well, they're not using him. They might as well." It's like, no, like yeah. don't not might as well. Like, I'd rather him stay off TV. I'd rather him never appear for the company again and <laughs> go yes. back up as Tommy End somewhere else than be anywhere near this. Yeah. To the reason if if Alexa and the Fiends like work which i don't think they do but i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know if, if you're if you're working from that assumption that this stuff works at some level it is because alexa naturally isn't that close to this character you know like it's yeah. because there's that dichotomy going yeah, on yeah if they put alistair black in this mm-hmm. it'd be like okay so he got five percent spookier like the only thing i Unless we got Firefly Alistair, like oh. Firefly Funhouse Alistair. I would like that. Which would, would be funny. Like his room, like um, room. What if Alistair though in like Firefly world is just like a beach bum kind of guy? Like he's just always kind of got like a, like a diet soda in his hand and he's got like some board shorts on. If, if, if I was truly like convinced that there's literally no saving Alistair Black, like in this company and like in general, then I would love to see that. Um, just because, but like, hate why not? It. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, man, I, I don't, don't want, want that. that. <laughs> Alistair Black beating the fiend could be good. No, the cool. doll's gonna beat the fiend. Oh, yeah, the doll with the teeth or the skulls for teeth. I mean, that's like on paper, but ass, yeah. But I, um, honestly, production-wise, everything's great. Production-wise. I, I want an intergender match where Bianca, or Bianca, where Alexa beats the Fiend. That's what I want. <laughs> I like your theory. I didn't come into this conversation with your theory. I like your theory of, of uh, literally the Fiend just being a, a meat puppet that, that Alexa Bliss can control. That yeah. would be sick. Um, it would get boring fast again. Like all of this. Oh, yeah. But here, but here we go. Here we go. I like, the red, I, like, fucking mess. I like the red light. I liked the red light. The red light makes his pants look cooler. Makes everything about it look more that's palatable. That's true, but that's because the pants are bad. That's an easy <laughs> fix. Like, it's not like, oh, man, like, we got to put on the red light because, like, how else are we going to make his pants look cool? Well, they're uh, trying, they want pants. stinks to come. Makes everything look cool. Makes the crowd look cool. Mm-hmm. It, makes, uh, it makes it all look cool. Jack in the Box machine was way cooler. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, I know it's bad. I know it's going to continue to be or, bad. I just have hope that I'll be Michael, surprised. If you're Michael Cole, a box-like contraption. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, we it was... spent uh, too much time on this. I thought I was going to miss it. No. Yeah, no. 
We kept well, it going just for you. No, you were just hoping to come back and, and talk about the, uh, the, the tag, the women's tag title match. Yeah. Now, I'll Jax. say again. Awful. No, not, not awful. Actually, I thought it was fun, but not didn't, good. Didn't Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Tamina. Uh, I wanted Nia and Shayna to lose. I want Shayna and Nia to split up. I want Shayna to choke the fuck out of Nia Jax. I want Shayna to go on a tear. I want it. I want yeah. Shayna versus re- Rhea. The worst thing is the earliest that possibly live in a world where Nia Jax gets fired is another year from now. Now she made it past the cuts. <laughs> That's yep. true. Unless she comes out and says some, well, I don't know. I was going to say some real fucking shitty stuff, but we got no, Jax- they don't care. She already has. We still got Jackson Riker on TV. They'll just change your name. Yeah. They uh, don't hire, they don't fire bad people. Velveteen's dream still works for the company. Not to, not, not to be disrespectful, but I don't think we need to spend too much time on this match. I, no. One of the things I did think was no. cool, I liked when Natalia was, when they were building up Natalia, putting Nia in the sharpshooter, the crowd loved it. It was kind of a cool moment. It was kind of a cool moment. But like uh, Natalia, like just gets that, you know, a meet, like, it doesn't even have to be like that good of a moment, but it's like, oh, they're doing, they're letting Natalia do something cool. Yeah. Like you just like, you almost pop out of just like surprise that they're actually showing the respect to Natalia as a performer that she deserves. Right? And not mm-hmm. farting. Yeah. Not farting. Yeah. Next match Kevin and Sammy forever and ever. They played the uh, hits. Logan they, Paul at ringside. They got, they got, just under 10 minutes they played the hits logan paul god damn it i was upset he was there but you know he got booed the hell out of he he played he played his stuff well he did he, and he apparently, sold that stunner really well he did sell that stunner well and apparently he was wearing those sunglasses because he caught pink eye a couple days before <laughs> jesus really? christ yeah are you sure it was pink eye and he just wasn't high no it, it was pink eye it was Pink Eye. I think it was High Eye. Matt is a big Logan Paul fan. Matt watches all of Logan Paul. No, I'm not. No, he likes Jake Paul, but he hates no, Logan. No, I'm not. But I'll big say this: Jake Paul. Matt I, thought the thing in Japan was funny. No, no, I fucking. Oh my god, I understand and I agree. Walking through the forest, listening to Screwdriver. And, I yeah, agree. That, that does sound I, like Matt. Maybe on this podcast, I'm owed a fake cancel. Sure, but, yeah, because you started the Screwdriver rumor. I didn't think it was going to grow the way it did, but you know, sometimes y'all can't cancel me. I'll, 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 I'll claim racist. Uh, no. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll I, the, yeah. You guys really can't real cancel me. I'm the only really, really quick. This het male in here. I certainly will not, I, I will certainly not be spending much time on what I'm about to say, but I got sucked into a, a, a YouTube algorithm of, oh, God. of that, the there, as we record this podcast on this evening, there will be a professional fight between former MMA Fighter Ben Askren and Jake Paul. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna end up watching that fight. Yeah, I actually Jake really want a good, good fighter. Actually, I really want to see it, and I want to see that little shit get his shit knocked. Right. So anyway, that's been that a little, he's a pretty jacked dude. Yeah, but Ben like Askren's he, a real fighter. And I, again, yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm just gonna rattle it out. They've been doing a shitload of fucking promo material on this, and I saw a clip of Ben Askren on Logan Paul's podcast. And as I was watching the clip, there was a part where he was talking about the the sunglasses because he still had pink eye. And he was like, yeah, he got them. They were Sasha Banks' glasses. He got them backstage. Well, he didn't say that. But he was saying they were Sasha Banks' glasses. Uh, and I think he had to get them from wardrobe because he had pink eye. Yeah, also, I think he also had high eye. 
I think both. Because just like he, I think he definitely was stoned. Um, uh, you know, it's you feel sorry for him, but like it, um, it you're gonna get pink eye when you just eat shit like all every meal, all the time when you just are literally when you eating, suck. Not even like he he has his, the utensils out next to his plate, but he's just, he's too hungry for that big pile of gonna... nasty shit. And just puts his whole face right down in it all the time. Gotta get it from the trough. Allegedly. Logie's hungry. I've heard that. Logie's hungry. Gonna eat some shitty pies. What what I do like about this whole thing, um, because (sighs) unlike a lot of celebrity things, he was the biggest geek of all. He was. He comes out on Sammy's team. Sammy loses. Um, He's like. Also, feel like he was fine with it. Like he knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, he, he switches. It. He switches to Kevin te- Kevin's team. He gets stunned. It was a good feel good moment. Yeah, for it was me. a it was a fine, fun, short celebrity thing in the middle yeah. of two guys who have wrestled each other for two decades <laughs> doing, doing what they do well. Yeah, and like from, man, from the Indies in Montreal to fucking WrestleMania. Like, yeah, exactly. That has you love to see it. It, it. They're also the only two wrestlers now, um, or like the first two. I'm sure it'll happen again. That took a match from takeover to mania so like it makes that story even more special where it's like the indies in montreal ring of honor like all around the world to takeover to like whatever was it i don't remember what pay-per-view they they had their last went on it was during the summer sometime it was yeah. like might have been summer battleground it was 2016 like oh it was um whatever um pay-per-view had the shield triple threat for the title um kurt no like the it was um dean roman oh Seth, right 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 for triple the threat title. for the title for the title um after dean cashed in on that um they they fought there and now mania like it was they have, like all these like checkpoints <laughs> It's nice. perfect about it is if you've never watched a lick of wrestling in your life and you turn on the tv and those two are going at it great you're 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 like whoa this is awesome but if you've been if you understand the history it's just rich with like so much so much uh like emotion yeah i mean exactly what you were saying it's like it went from montreal city indies to like their first like real big one was uh czw the final battle the pwg the takeover to like just like ancillary pay-per-view to wrestlemania Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. hit every level and yeah and like there's even like up like wrestlemania pit stop in there where they were in like the icy ladder match and like had moments Hacking with together. each other in, in in that match um at, at mania 32 now five years later they get a singles match yeah and did, they delivered did anything happen with story-wise on smackdown with this they, they fought again oh, okay and, uh, kevin got counted out i think okay uh, yeah. i think Sa- sammy no sammy walked out i think something like that happened i don't something know what happened. Happened. Okay. It was, kevin it, it, is trying to snap sense into sammy and like okay i would love it i i just thought about this but i would love it if it works the other way and we get conspiracy theory kevin oh if kevin starts coming around being like he, i watched it and i hated it read, but then like i watched it three more times and i can't growing his hair out like sammy <laughs> like starts wearing like oh. the like the, the like cargo pants oh yeah <laughs> i'd be into it <sighs> Uh, next match, Sheamus defeated Riddle. Hell yeah. That was cool. This, this, this is one of my favorite matches. Good. This is one of my favorite matches, not just of Mania, but like including TakeOver. Like, 
you know, like it's one of my favorite of the week last week. And that's a wild thing to say about a Sheamus I mean, WrestleMania match. Just a fucking physical match. And being hyped that Sheamus won because Riddle sucks. Yeah. And um, even like everything aside, you just go like on paper, like just like what the fucking bro kick at the end. Like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, that should be the finish because that was just fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, that was no, a, that we was the, all lo- the, the the second rope springboard into the bro kick. Yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah. the lion salt yep. into the bro lion kick. Salt like the, yeah. right and he fucking caught him. Yeah, in the face. Yeah. We you know we like put Adam Cole over for doing that to Ricochet a couple years ago. Like oh, and we like oh. talked about like I think how about great Adam Cole's timing is and stuff. And that's true. Famous is not, I'd say, a wrestler known for um being graceful, um <laughs> or yeah. having good timing. Not. You know, um, not just being a big awkward idiot um, in there and just punching Concussing people. For real people. <laughs> yeah, um, that is the Sheamus that we all know and love, and he did that in this instance, but he still pulled it off. Like he still got the kick in, and that's still super impressive. Like, and if anything, it, it enhanced window. it. It like enhanced it because it was like you saw him get, like that fucking foot go right in his mush. He pins him, and then like Riddle's bleeding afterwards. Yeah, and it's like. Fuck yeah, that's a finish because he's fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. I, Especially I also like, like Riddle's sad face when he gets pouty. He's like, oh, I, I think he, has, he has giant lips. He has big mm-hmm. mouth. He does. Um, and also, like, it feels like a legit, like, you know, after UFC fight reaction, like, like, I, I that guy got me. I'm pissed about it. Like, yeah, like he's not gonna like do the thing where he's like, oh, you know, it doesn't count because it was a freak, it was a fluke, you know, like. You're not going to get me again. It's more just like, eh, it can't believe he got me. Like, I can't, like, yeah, like, because, like, Riddle, you know, is the better fighter among the two, like, in storyline and stuff like that. Like, yeah, and, and the, but Seamus, like, he's, you know, you can't, like, count him out because he's, like, he's a wily veteran. He knows what he's doing. He, he all he needs is one move. He just needs that broke kick. Like, and I love moves like that, like, where it can, uh, quote unquote, come out of nowhere. Um, they gave Riddle the superstar entrance of the fucking year for him, like the giant fucking fireworks, his weird birds with the hats. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever um, that is. They, they gave him the RVD bump with the oh, rolling yeah. papers. Apparently RVD sold out of rolling papers. Yeah. Um, You could tell that they like Riddle, and even though, like, because on Raw, he got, like, for 12 minutes or whatever, just got beat to fuck by... Bobby Lashley, and they're just trying to put over Lashley, so they use Riddle as the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. But they, instead of having this be like two minutes, they had Riddle fight for like twelve, and like he's tough, and he had a hard fight too. And yeah. it's just Bobby's just so good. But um, I think him and Sheamus is going to continue. But it was it was a great match, and this is the best Sheamus that I've <sighs> seen that's been going on ever since he got out of the feud with Jeff Hardy. From then on, it's like he's been having good matches. Mm-hmm. He's been having, they, they've been pairing him off with the right people. Mm-hmm. Him and Drew, mean guy matches. Him, him and Riddle, me. mean guy matches. I yeah. think so, they like, get I think they remember, let's get some fucking mean guy matches. Mm-hmm. I think they remembered the formula of the bar. Like that when the bar formed together is out of a series, a seven way, a seven match series of mean guy matches, you know? Yeah. And then, they became a mean guy tag team and they were great. Like they were yeah. a great tag team. Yeah. They were so. a great mean guy. They won at Mania, didn't they? They mm-hmm. retained their and tag they, titles. 
Yeah, and they um, ended the New Day's longest tag time. Yeah, tag tag. They were like tag fucking five time fucking tag champs in like two years. Yeah, give me Sheamus Mean Guy matches, and I will fucking root for Lobster Head. <laughs> it is a shameful thing. He needs to bring that music back. It's a shameful thing, Lobster Head. Oh, Paulo Cruz, Big E. How what dare the, what the fuck what the is hell from Baba Tombatch? Well, dude, okay, yes, okay. I I was like, I was like, all right, we're gonna see some people get beat with drums, and that hits a very specific part <laughs> of my soul that I was excited for. No drums were used. Yeah, it was. Well, Matt, now you know how I used. feel about bass bass player Terry being around. <laughs> I understand now. Um, the, they went for it real fast, though. As like, Corey Graves said. The drums sound is the beating of flesh. That is the drum sound. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Could have been yeah, the drum sound of those like, drums being hit. It was the sound I think of that was Corey improv- hitting. I they think that was Corey improving a line because he he saw that there were no drums. Like he saw, he saw them walking through the match. Like they don't touch the they don't use the drums at all. I gotta I gotta come up with something to cover up for that. Yeah, Corey mm-hmm. is good at that. Yeah, let's Corey's talk about uh, that kind of stuff. What's his name? General Aziz? Is that the new Dabakato yes. name? Commander. Really? Commander Aziz. That's mm. the new Babatunde name. Third mm. name. Yeah, it's third name. In, like what? A year? A few years. Just go back to Babatunde. He, I don't think he ever, he never, he was never on TV as Babatunde, though. I know, so. but he should be. Just social I media. think he was once, wasn't he? I want to say he Oh, he's was. in a battle, like a battle royal or something. Wasn't he in the and, greatest battle royal? Then what, what was yes. his second name? Royal Rumble. Dabakato, Babatunde, Dabakato. Um, I like it because he Dabakato. is half Dabakato. Nigerian, mm-hmm. and so stuff like that is huge. Like it's just cool to have that. Yeah, and like seeing him. I mean, yeah, of course Apollo's gonna have a little team behind him to help him win. Yeah, shitty heel. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. No. I mean, it was fun. Except hit the goddamn drums. I'm sorry. And then also the Uranagi under the stairs is fuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did love. I loved how the drums were like so shiny green that they were ob- they they were like the like music classroom uh-huh. drums that every school has. Like, just yeah. obviously bought that day and spray painted with the like brightest green. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It was they they brought in a like very like bright picture that they printed off the computer of the Nigerian flag to Home Depot and matched that green. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, I do like that. Um, you know, the finish was a little flat just because of the interference. I like the that Cruz is getting a big shove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and he's getting like storyline advancement at WrestleMania mm-hmm. for a guy that that's always been the rub. Great wrestler, no character, no charisma. You like have his WrestleMania match like the character focused is pretty cool yeah, yeah and it like, certainly wasn't drum focused yeah good i'm actually happy it wasn't honestly it's yeah. probably for the best yeah, yeah um it's just cool and apparently vince is super like into this and it's like everybody's just like praising apollo like as he's doing his best work it's like he found it like found something that's going to be working for him and now he's not just exactly like he said not just the wrestler he is a character he is a WWE superstar 
I, I, don't, honestly, I don't think Vince watches movies ever, but I wouldn't be surprised if for some reason the one movie he's watched this year is Coming to America. Coming to America 2? He, just, he only to, saw the sequel? Uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Funny. Like, Coming to America. Like, oh, I got America. you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> I was stylized. Damn, that rocks. All it's right, still, we got, a, it's we still in my vi- cart. We got another Hold visual on. gag. It's a Guy Fieri shirt, and it says 311. And it says, Amber is the color of my chili dog. God damn it. God damn, that's good. Fucking rips. That's really good. Then is going to go on a hike with Ashley. And- oh. Yeah, Croc Wash 2.0. Oh, they're wearing, they're wearing their, matching, uh, their matching hiking shirts? <laughs> yeah. No, we're not fucking <laughs> nerds. <laughs> I said they're not fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked think, to I talked to Ashley about, that said that. I, I we, talked we, to Ashley about Star Trek a long time the other night. We're also like give two hours. We're also sandwich. We're not nerds as we're two hours deep into a wrestling <laughs> podcast. Only yeah, Ashley. that shit rocks. Um, Rhea Ripley, guitar entrance. Jesus Christ, that was so bad. That was not good. Yeah, Man, I was like, whoa, whoever's mixing the audio here. That band sucks. <laughs> yeah, we we were talking about that, like, at, at Isai's, Matt, like, how I don't, like, the only time bands ever sound good, like, for WWE is when they're probably a band that has their own sound people and have the pull to say, like, no, our sound people are doing our sound. Yeah, yeah right. Did Biscuit sound good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Limp Biscuit sounded great. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Also that, but also that mania was like Safeco has a roof on it. So like, that's that's okay. you're, you're, you are in an, an unideal environment for what you're doing. Uh, and it just was not mixed. Well, it sounded awful, but, but also her, the vocals were awful. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, saying. Fucking tone deaf. And but she that's did, what, but like, she didn't even like guttural yell that this is my brutality. That's the band that did the song, right? That's my guess. It's the vocalist that did. I don't know about the rest of the band, but I'm sure. I I, my guess is that band is not used to playing in massive stadiums, uh, in those conditions. So my guess is she probably sounds phenomenal in like a club Mm. or like two hundred. I'm trying to be kind here. Well, we're done being kind. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go on. Talk shit. Like some. Like (laughs) here's the thing about like screaming. Screaming and yelling vocals. Um, a lot of people that do them sound really good when they're whisper screaming, <laughs> um, which never translates live ever. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it's just a different thing. And God, it was such a bad choice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like that song is really great. Her entrance is cool. It's part of what makes her like her. You know, the guitars like, were mixed terribly. All it was terribly. was vocals. And it's like the um, guitars hit. Because like the thing with WWE, like their interest in music and stuff is always ca- so like when you're watching on TV, it's always captured from the arena. Like they're not like piping it directly in and it makes it like sound more realistic. But maybe there's a compromise where you would just have a little bit of a direct in signal. Going mm-hmm. straight into you know at least like, the fucking guitars and shit, because yeah. like you know like 
speaking as you know as a bass player we get lost very quickly you know if you're playing outside i've had to like play outside before yeah. um you're just you're just not there you're gone so your, like, low like, tone, your low tone's got nowhere to go but up is that yeah. why the guy from rush plugs directly in and doesn't use amps or whatever i mean yeah i mean that's here's, just, here's the secret about most bass no, players let's, except yeah, let's talk about me, di most of them have a uh yeah you guys want to start talking about some sans amps okay so here's the <laughs> yeah, thing I DI right it, now. But I and why everyone uses them <laughs> Yeah, it's so much easier. I mean, guitar players these days are all getting into that kind of stuff where they're just directed in with like an Axe FX, Kemper, modeling type amps or um, pedals just because you can get a, an easier signal and have to mic stuff. It's more consistent um, and it's easier to travel Also, with. Zach, this, this is to also try to maybe be nice like Matt wanted to be. Oh, no, no, we don't have to do that. With, with vocals um, and you're recording them for screaming vocals, a lot of times you'll do a line Mm-hmm. Get that line sounding good, then mm-hmm. you do the next line. Mm-hmm. You don't do like a whole verse all in one. Yeah. Well, some people can do that. Like I, mm-hmm. I like to try to do things like when I'm recording, like yeah, get everything into one just to have it sound real. Some I record do it the other way. I record a whole song in one take. Let's hear Matt, it. He says, "Got it on his phone." Um, Matt, Matt, I'm because we we record our bands record at the same studio. We we both do. I've done done plenty of live tracking. Oh yeah, for bands I know. The only way yeah, I know yeah, how to you, do it. Yeah, you, you you live track and then I mean, but then you go back and fix things. You can't do that uh, in 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 a stadium. Like I give them that credit. <laughs> I I more like put this on whoever decided to do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think that same performance in a, a 200 person capacity club sounds big, rich, and full. You're not hearing all. No. Of, no. You're not hearing all of that let's move on to the match it yeah yeah not in their defense but in their off like to be offensive i don't think they sounded good <laughs> okay great <laughs> awesome oscar um, to be honest i don't think a single musical performance um limb biscuit was on good. Don't start talking biscuit did sound good limb biscuit no i'm saying good. this year like oh, gotcha. between the two america like the beautifuls and oh this, yeah they're well, all bad cool Oh, Wale was, just, was good. There you he go. was just lip syncing, but having a blast. So that's how you do yeah. it. That's how you do it for twenty five thousand people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the um, match. It yeah. was weird. Yeah. It was all Oscar kicking the shit out of Rhea, and then Rhea got two seconds and won. <laughs> and there's a way to tell that story of like, um, one move can that's all it takes, you know, like, but that's not what was. That's not really what happened in this. Like, they didn't put that over on commentary. They didn't, like, establish that all she was doing was looking for the Riptide and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think in at the finish, they actually didn't even call it the Riptide. Oh. And I, like, there's so many issues with that. Like, because Rhea's new, there's going to be so many people who Rhea's new for. Like, they might have seen her at the Royal Rumble and, like, when last year at Mania, maybe. But, yeah. like, a lot of people don't watch NXT that are, like, casual fans. Yeah. Um, you have to establish this character. Like, you have to be talking about, like, oh, she has the riptide. It's the, you know, like, super devastating move and stuff. Especially because it doesn't look very good. Um, yeah. The riptide's a bad, a bad move. Like, mm-hmm. it never, it, the only time it's ever looked good was when she did it to Shayna off the second rope. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, that was cool. Yeah, the pump handle powerbombs is never the best. No, because it looks less impactful than a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when why is like the hand being between the legs like make it more impactful? 
I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. This this match feels like it had like a section of it cut out. Yeah. To me. Yeah. It feels they, like it had Rhea's comeback shine. cut out. Yeah. Yeah. It had the Rhea's comeback. comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's what's so interesting is like they lost like forty five minutes on the front end night one, but they everything felt balanced. Everything felt like even short matches felt pretty well balanced and that that was what was strange here it's like this is kind of your co-main event and maybe uh, they were just trying something different that's kind of i i so like mo oscar uh being in control <laughs> taking the offense most of the match i kind of liked um just because i did have a solid feeling that this was, was that it was going to end with Rhea holding the title so i was like you know i really don't feel i feel like it, it's been a bit of a it might be harsh to say disrespectful what they've been doing with Asuka as far as having her hold the title but doing nothing with her, even though, you know, if anything, it's just a waste of, of what they have. But mm -hmm. uh, it, so I'm, I was glad to be like, yeah, we have a fucking competitor out here who, who holds that title for a good reason and then give it to Rhea at the end. You know, it's like she, maybe she just has, she just has more of a, a she just has more, not gas in the tank, but she can take more damage than Asuka can because she's bigger. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, but, but that being said, the match itself was a little like, all right. This feels like a match that we might get a rematch or something. I I, I didn't WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, and it'll be the better one. Like I, this cool. feels like it could be one of those. I don't know if we want to. I mean, we haven't discussed this. I don't know if we're gonna spend a ton of time on NXT. Uh, but the the moment where everyone was in the ring together when Rhea was, was there and Bianca mm. was there. Yeah, it was just like man, it was this great. was awesome. It was great. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Talk about the head wow. of the table, wow. Roman oh. Reigns beating Edge and Daniel Bryan. Ooh, it was oh. such a good match. It mm. was so good, unreal. The storytelling, the physicality. I love that at the beginning of the match, Roman is not a fucking idiot. He knows that triple threat matches are no DQ, so he shit cans Edge and Daniel Bryan, and fucking main event Oos fucking kicks their asses. Until he gets fucking gets the impaler on the fucking uh, steps and gets drug out of there. I love it because it's like he's not stupid. Paul's not mm -hmm. stupid. Jay's mm -hmm. not stupid. They're going for it. Yeah, they care about retaining that title. Daniel Bryan might be stupid, but his his, his brain's gotten hit a bunch, so that's fine. He's like a good stupid. <laughs> better than it's ever been. Better than it's ever been. Uh. uh yeah, no, they, it, it was awesome. I loved the the promo before it where they introduced each competitor and kind of like wrapped the story around um, like just the years and years of history that really have made this match. Mm -hmm. um, and so like when it came to just executing it, they, everyone played their job very, very well. Yeah, there was a there was a point where I'm just remembering like specific spots. There's a point where Edge and Roman went for double spears, right? Yeah, and took each other. That was early on, right? Um, mm. I I wish they bonked heads. I know that's not safe, but it would have been funny if well, they especially well, especially with um Edge's neck history. Any compression oh, yeah. on that oh, would yeah. not be good for his uh, his neck that's been fused together. Yeah, and if, if there was a good way to fake it, yeah, convincing me that would have been there. So. There is not. Um, the fucking double the double submission that they tried to do. Apparently, Roman. Uh, yes. I didn't see that. I love the the story though with that yes. that they played is that no like whenever Edge was about to get it, Daniel Bryan's there to fuck him over. Yeah, and to 
pulled the referee. He goes and gets the fucking submission. Like he stops Edge at every fucking turn to the point where Edge fucking snaps and does the concerto to fucking Daniel Bryan, Mr. Head Injury. But then also when Bryan has him, it's like, oh, you got a hurt neck? And then fucking yep. start stomping him in the uh, fucking neck. It's, yep. it's so good. Brian mm. is one of they the do best it to, professional wrestlers ever. They do uh, it to make us cringe. <laughs> like yeah. they know what they're doing. Daniel Bryan love them. Go ahead. Loves trolling us so mm-hmm. much about with his head. The yes. headbutts when they were both in the thing. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do that. Um, but it's like Daniel Bryan's one of the best professional wrestlers. Edge is one of the best sports. Mm-hmm. And Roman is one of the best sports entertainers. Mm-hmm. And so you got this awesome mix of great wrestling, great entertainment, the, the, the storytelling, the psychology. Everything was great. And then I love when Oos came back um, and Roman fucking murders Edge, piles them on top. Like he said, he was going to stack them and pin them both. Yeah. And he fucking did. But mm-hmm. how wouldn't that be Edge winning? No. It, his, I, his shoulders I, were on the mat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't think they, they were. were. Okay, I don't think they were. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think they were. But they were. but the story. But but also like even if they weren't, what's the story? Like I actually technically pinned Brian. It's like you look like such a fucking geek, dude. You got your <laughs> ass fucking. Right. And, like, yeah. and they didn't go to that at all in SmackDown, which I'm very very happy. Yeah, because yeah, no same. one looks good. No one looks good being like, but you know, I understand that Edge is a heel right now, but like that is be- be- below him. Also, that's a, he, that's a miss thing to do. Into the heel, and he had the fucking look on his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, this is the old mm-hmm. fucking edge I remember that was just the fucking best heel, and he was because I like watched that Foley match not that long ago, like, a couple oh, weeks. That was ago. so good, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this that guy. It, he brought that guy out too. It, mm-hmm. it was fucking fantastic. It was my favorite match of the weekend. Um, it's I need to I, rewatch it because I was just exhausted. Like you know, had like. I'd watched a lot of wrestling by the end of the week, and it was just like, I loved it, but it was just like ready to be done with WrestleMania yeah. by the end of it, too, you know? Like, so I, oh, I yeah. need to rewatch it just on its own and like appreciate it. As, I've watched Bianca and Sasha four times now already, <laughs> but I need to go back to, to this one for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's up there for me with uh, Cole O'Reilly and Walter. Chica. Like, it's, it's, they're all right there. It was like my yeah. top matches. It was- it was very good. And Matt, going back to what you said when you said he tapped, um, apparently I think what he was doing, or rumored what he was doing, is like he was tapping Edge because the bar in his mouth was like too hard. He's like, hey, man, you're actually, that sucks. <laughs> He's like, yo, chill. Yo, chill out, bud. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about it. Like, so like Daniel Bryan like loves to do like troll us with head stuff. Edge has been like trolling us with neck stuff, you know, since he came back. <laughs> Roman should start smoking in matches <laughs> to troll us with cancer. <laughs> he's just he's just drinking juice from cooked steaks and uh <laughs> I just, and also I just miss when Big Show would smoke in matches. So I know. <laughs> different time, different time. So if Roman started smoking, that'd be <laughs> just fantastic. Like, like this is no longer TV 14. <laughs> He, he would just be like literally too sexy on TV if now without it without the vest, like, just like everyone wet, just wet hair, no shirt, just smoking. And but they, but they still do all the like the Make a Wish things with him. He's just smoking in the kids' hospitals. 
just like puts it out like on his shoe and then goes in and is like, hey everybody. <laughs> you just <laughs> see him like next to a window in a hospital, like blowing it out the window. <laughs> like a doctor comes in, just flicks it out. Yeah. Yeah, he spray spray some axe and like <laughs> like like blows it out the window. Oh, sorry, like I got a friend that smokes, so like I I just probably smell like it. Paul Paul <laughs> sorry, Paul smokes. Paul smokes. Paul definitely smokes. Paul seems like yeah, he at least, at least definitely. I I bet Paul doesn't smoke anymore because like he he can't get sick and die because then he won't be able to get money. That's true. Knowing Paul Heyman, so I, but he definitely used to smoke. He quit smoking when he realized that it would mean he'd earn less money in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, yeah. All in all, WrestleMania was great. It was good. WrestleMania show. in the books. Did it? Did it? We did talked it. about it. Did it, Joe? Um. So, uh, do we want to talk about NXT? Fuck no. Honestly, a I'm couple sorry. quick hits. Yeah, let's yeah, hit, the, like, hit the quick hits. <laughs> but Carrie, uh... Car- Carrie's promo was great. Carrie's yeah. promo. Time always, time always reveals. Time always sets things right. The indie thing and was all, funny. I, what? What was? Indie Hartwell. Indie, indie Hartwell. Oh, yeah, Indy pretending to die so Loomis would kidnap her. Yeah. And then Kushida <laughs> was a fucking big one. Hell yeah. The, yeah, the little one. Oh, that's right. That was I was I was so surprised. That was really really cool. He came out in new gear, so I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> and that like, was awesome. Like Dexter Loomis being a face is so fucking weird to me. He's a he's a serial killer. He's a yeah. he's a kidnapper. Yeah, but it's like yeah. we gotta. But for me, it's like I really need to see. I like because I want to root for Dexter. Y'all know, but like <laughs> he's got to he's got to change it up. There's a there, he has met the ceiling with that serial killer character. Johnny's a bad guy because he's annoying, and this Loomis is a good guy because he murders people. No, because he makes Indy horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I gotta suspend my disbelief, but I do I do like that part of the story. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna love Matt, and this is a, just a match made for you next week. Mm-hmm. LA Knight versus Dexter Loomis. Oh my god, oh, go away, heat with me. I, oh, I, 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 Matt hates I, LA Knight. I have nothing I nice to say about LA Knight. It's it's me. This is me versus Matt because I, I fucking love LA Knight yeah. because, because he sucks. <laughs> and Matt, I, like, it, it is exactly the thing that I was talking about earlier with Baron, me like loving. Baron Corbin because I just pretend he is what I wish he was. <laughs> LA Knight that is my that's, new Baron Corbin. Yo, that's what I'm doing with the Fiend story. It's mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it how I want it to be and I'm going to get let down and I yeah. know I am, but I'm going to keep You're rooting for the story it to you want. Be good. You're rooting yeah. for the story you want. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, let's answer a question from Dr. Blurg, our friend Emma. Emma fucking that. rocks. And then we'll get out of here. Outside, so much I have her name tattooed on me. Just kidding. I, I, I mean, I do, but it was before I knew Emma. So, but you were just waiting for the right Emma to come along. You just love Bonerver. Yeah, I just love Bonerver. Um, outside of obvious racist, homophobic, shitty imagery, if you could gain total ownership of a single image, effectively erasing it from the world, what image would you take? Like, is so there a an, meme it, you hate and never want to see online again? So, like, an NFT that we get to throw in the trash. Yes. Pickle Rick. Pickle oh, Rick. fuck. Ooh, that's that's good. That's pretty good. 
Okay. I, I, I loved that show until oh, that Pickle Rick became a thing. So because that, shows, that show's good. That episode is excellent. Uh, Pickle Rick. Oh, oof, it's it's oof. like the cake is a lie. Like that shit from Portal. Like that was like literally every meme on the internet for like five years back in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that game's great. Get rid of that. Like there's mm-hmm. some, there's a lot of things that I would do this with. But Pickle Rick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That got my mind moving. But I'm still thinking, Matt. You go. Do you have one? What image would I just like to erase from? Yeah. From, from this godforsaken earth. Yeah. Aside from the the obvious. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. God damn, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question, Emma. Yeah. There's a lot of images in this world that upset me in a way, but shoot, dang, shoot, dang. I'm trying to. My my brain's trying to fire them off. Um, this is just a random one. Shirts with Stewie from Family Guy on them. Oh, shirts. Stewie shirts. Stewie shirts. I want to make a shirt that's pickle Stewie. <laughs> that that has to exist. Yeah, I mean, like, in, along those same lines, any of those images from like shirts that are just like, "Sorry, if you're gonna talk to me, sarcasm comes as a package deal," or like any of those like ones that are just like don't like on my shirt being like, "I'm edgy and get into the conversation with me." You now you're prepared. Any of those, I'm just like, "Fuck off." But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Piggle Rick is the best answer. That really it is. is. This isn't this isn't Stewie, but it's uh, I found one of Peter. Oh, uh, it's Peter. Hmm. Pickle, Pickle Pete? Pete. Pickle Pete. Pickle Pete. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Pickle Rick's just too good. Too good. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. Um, okay. One. I do have one. I do have one. Um, there is an issue. I think it's All Star Batman, Batman and Robin, where Batman calls, um. Robin, a slur um, for disabled people. Um, so I would, <laughs> I would erase that. You know what's That'd another one? I the uh, even though it, it's I guess that's make... shitty and it doesn't follow. It doesn't. Never mind. It doesn't. I would take a bad thing from. Uh, uh, oh my god, the prequels. Is it Revenge of the Sith? Is the third one in the prequels? Yes. I would take out mm-hmm. the no. <laughs> the movie. Okay. I want Vader to like. That'd be pretty good. Vader. Yeah. Um, God, I keep getting advert ads for a shirt that is like Anakin in the pod racer and it in like big like writing says now this is pod racing. Um and I I have almost bought it a few times. Um let's say late at night in on planet Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's because you keep looking at it, you keep clicking, and they're like, No, I want this no, baby. I don't even click I don't even click on it. I have screenshot I have four different screenshots of the ad popping up on Instagram for me though. Ooh, you might. I I have a feeling that if you linger on an ad, they know that it's exactly. That. I, they, they monitor how how quick it takes you to scroll past things. And, and I would not be surprised if they actually have screen like screenshots built into that too. Oh, like gross. if people are screenshotting ads, because like that's an easy like thing to do. I have used yeah. stuff like that uh, when I back when I worked in marketing. So. Spooky. They're watching us. I had oh. something installed on my email that let me know when you opened it. Like Katie has that too, and that stresses me out because sometimes I open people's emails and I let that fuckers marinate. I, I probably <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I probably told Katie about it when Katie started at page one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Back when I started, started using it. Yeah. Well, you know, past the show, it's been like what six hours, something like that. Been this like, episode you know, was sometimes about sometimes as long as WrestleMania. Yeah, still um, going on. But yeah, thank you all for listening. <laughs> and uh, Russell Boys three sixteen. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm Pickle Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, oh no. we're all we're all pickle Rick in, in the end. <laughs> I, I-